0: I just do we do cold Twitter. opens? Is that how we do it? Yeah, we call it a cold open But it's
1: basically just that we're terrible at preparing for things
0: I, I will know, have to like in a say I, I'm,
1: I'm amazingly good at terribly preparing for things I don't understand your, your accusations here <laughs> Like you're like, I'm really the good show at with an accusation. At they
0: were terribly
1: terrible. preparing for
0: things. I'm kind Absolutely. of the best I'm, of the I'm worst. I'm
1: super prepared for being procrastinating <laughs> on no, the sort of but I'm not even putting sentences together. No, I mean seriously. It, what What is that? That's it? how it, good you know, we like, are. Thursday-ish. No, I'm just kidding. Ish. It's Thursday adjacent. We
0: both woke up today, and yes. somehow, without talking to each other, both thought it was Friday. Yeah. I was terrified that I missed our show. I, I, I was like, "Oh my god! It's the end of the week. All, it's Friday.
1: What? Dude, dude, all, what? All, all day long, I was like, oh, my god! I got, I got, it. I got to talk to one. I got to talk to one. We got to put this thing together. We're trying to do something unique and special, first of its kind. You know, first of its name. Uh, you know, the Denarius the Star. I'm sorry, uh, award winner smartphone I love camera." I was like, it's just
2: well, something. everybody,
0: welcome to a tech podcast for two people who claim to know what they're talking about when it comes to technology, but can't figure out days of the week.
1: As the year as the year goes by and we get closer to the <laughs> end of twenty twenty three, days are starting to just basically be blah 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 You know, whatever. Uh, just cross the yeah. next one. It, it, we're done. Yeah, I just want to button it up. I think we should just give out the awards now and just, you know, end the show in five well, minutes and do a record.
0: Th- that's that's what we were, we're gonna lead into. That was the perfect segue. So of course, the best segue you also need to point out how good the segue was in which point you stop. The momentum of the good segue. Uh,
2: We have a very
0: special uh, episode of the show for you this week where TK and I have been writing out. We've been kind of working back and forth. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do a smartphone camera award for 2023. And the more we kept talking about it, the more we found categories that we really wanted to specify. So neither of us, we, we both have very different sort of usages for our phone cameras, but mm-hmm. we both have kind of come to the same place where it's a conversation about the specificity of someone's workflow. So sure. we're trying to divide up our camera awards into smaller categories to highlight some of the pros and cons of yeah, yeah. the best camera performers of the year. And uh, we're, we're going to kind of duke it out live. You know, we're going to kind of chat out what my pick and my runner-ups are and TK's going to kind of th- try and throw me with what some of his favorite picks are i'm going to try you, but,
1: off, throw you off man i'm going to po- put i'm going to prove to you you're going to why that me. yeah exactly the, the, the whole show is going to be me pointing <laughs> out.
0: and yes. ghost Star Scream is correct is completely correct um hot take best of awards of the year are rigged so what we have to point out is we have not Completely absorbed the full photography workflow of every phone that was released in 2023. So this is no. from an incomplete sampling of our ability to well, use I mean, phones. Yeah. And and this is also we're we're going to be talking uh, talking this out. I come from a very specific kind of set of preferences and bias. TK comes from a slightly different set of preferences and bias. We agree I'm on a, very a lot of things. Set
1: of skills that I've acquired over the years. And but we fun. don't
0: agree on everything. No. But this is also, again, we want to highlight really what the incredible work was done this year. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have heard this kind of common pattern in tech land and tech reviews. Oh, everything's been good enough. Smartphones do what they've always done. It's,
1: oh, it's, I felt like so or, tech or is there's, boring. There's also the default, uh, but iPhone does it the best. So why the best? You know, like if and you want to go, go get be- an iPhone or a Samsung. We're getting
0: a little snarky about that too, but, but genuinely, if I think if more people who were enthusiasts, not, not this idea of an average consumer, but if enthusiasts kind of appreciated some of these finer differences, I think they would actually find more fun. And that's what we hope to bring is at least a little bit more conversation on what we found fun. But before we dig directly into the award show, we still wanted to chat out some of the things that we've been working on uh, this week. This week that both kicked both of our butts. Um, And I kind of feel like we just want to profit. Like, TK, I feel you have something in front of you right now that was (laughs) the best of your week. And I'm super jealous because mine Uh, hasn't shown up yet.
1: (laughs) I will say, my friend... um, yeah <laughs> I it, this year started like well, this, yeah, this month started with the I think this is gonna be a chill month not much going on to the yeah, it's December we got we got <laughs> two two agent threes at the in this in the office we got this this amazing amazing little phone come on Sony Ooh, don't do come this on thing. focus Sony do oh come on okay I Sony is thing.
0: jealous every single time you try and hold up. Another Every, good camera. Another
1: another brand that, that could potentially make a point. <laughs> Sony will be the conversation. So here we are. Let's do the Sony will do it now. There okay, you look, go. You know, let's, let's take the case because that is just that's not the weird.
0: pretty. There. And oh, we are right, talking there, there. There it goes. Right
1: there. The Vivo
0: x 100 I'm so stinking jealous. I love Vivo so Think much. You. I got I got a really lovely email from the <laughs> PR company. About some logistics and batch issues, and yeah, 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 They they say one will eventually show up on my doorstep, but I want that after we got to play with it at the media well, tech. Yeah, Summit, that
1: was the thing. Yeah, we got such a quick. It was such a quick, like, um, the day we we, we find out about the ninety three hundred, and then they had like literally two units, and yeah. apparently, you know, it's like, and it was done. Like it was like, and, it, and will we ever see it? Whatever, and then yeah. for me, and we couldn't show anything from it. No, that was the weird thing. You, you yeah, could we show the back. The back. We, we could show the
0: camera module, but we couldn't show the front of the phone. So yeah,
1: and and I think that not was great. the biggest limitation. Well, I, one thing for it to say at the time, the device had had barely launched in China. I think. Yeah. And I think uh, the software that the they had was not not the retail unit software, so they didn't want us to show any kind of any kind of concerns. And then yeah. now it's finally available internationally or globally. Uh, obviously, check your area, check your regions for availability. Exactly. The one, the one I have, I think, is a European model because it shows the two prong connector. So I'm thinking it's like either a German or one of the units for the mm-hmm. European market. But um, I'll say that yeah, mine showed up last night. I have not had; I barely had 24 hours with it. Yeah. Um, and I was like seriously scrambling because I also was mixing up the time zones. I honestly thought I had till tomorrow at 11:30, and it was like no, it's the opposite. <laughs> your, your your bro is so best so... up. I couldn't tell the negative from positive. Anyways. Yeah. Go go yeah. get that work done, son. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I have been scrambling all the way up till like right now. I, I,
0: I'm also very appreciative because mm-hmm. in the interim, because I think you you had a phone there that you were also going to be working on that you were kind enough to share the IQ 12. I'm glad. So yeah, I no, could no, no. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this has definitely been the best tech of my week as I've just finished writing up the article it's going to go live on Patreon tomorrow. Nice. Breaking down all of my performance, my benchmark tests, where it's really surprisingly good and areas where it's maybe falling behind Snapdragon Mm -hmm. 8 Gen 2s.
2: Okay. Where
0: just because it is a, a generational new chip, it doesn't mean that it is across the board Better than some of the best phones that we got to play with last year. I mean, I'm looking at some of those numbers from the iQ11, going oh, oh okay. oh, okay. There, there's a pro and a con here with this new chipset. It's going to be a really interesting year in Android land. 2024, mm-hmm. we've got ridiculously powerful devices, but it, it's like getting all that power to the wheels. You know, you can dump a huge engine in a tiny car. Doesn't mean you're going to go faster in oh, no. all situations.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. And 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 one thing to mention though is um, we are still at the beginning of this conversation. So obviously, what we're looking yeah. at is uh, both IQ and Vivo are, are technically same company, just parent and child type of a relationship. Yeah, and um, both utilize co-processors. Both of them are utilizing the latest SoCs. But it uh, it 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 still begs to be said. Obviously, we need to see some of those devices from different companies. I'll say that specifically yeah. with the Realme, um, I'm noticing a little bit different approach to the HN3 than I saw with the iq, uh, mm-hmm. IQ 12 which is surprising to me. But Again, that's how it's going to be. I'm Each company. really confident
0: that mm-hmm. Xiaomi is going to have a very different flavor of this for the international yes. launches. On. I haven't, yeah. Not we just haven't... Redmi, but also the Xiaomi 14s are going to be
1: very interesting phones to play with. The 14 Pro, for sure. I, I I cannot wait for that device to come out internationally. I mean, I know so... it's available and, and I almost picked it up, but
0: i'm anxious there have Mm -hmm. been rumors and again i put very little stock in rumors but now i've seen it posted up on two sites from people that say they're confirming each other that xiaomi 14 pro also Mm -hmm. might not get uh, an international release or if it does the other rumor is if it does get an international release it's going to be significantly delayed so we'll have to keep an eye on what the, the, the pro not the ultra the 14 pro it's it's out in china you can you can import yeah. one now if you want
2: mm-hmm.
0: the rumors are it's either not coming internationally they're just going to put out a 14 or it's going to be released but it's going to be significantly delayed for the rest of the world so we'll have to really watch oh, wow. i'm very anxious because the 14 yeah. ultra is an insta buy for me oh no no absolutely, <laughs> the, absolutely. the 13 I, ultra I, I, has I think, been so no, no, no. good
1: I, we've okay generally in any in, a, in a specific year i'll probably say that the the pro not the necessarily pro like the whatever vivo's pro version or pro plus are typically are yeah. going to be good very good device easy very recommendation good. uh it seems like uh, oppo as well on their find x series they've also done on the pro side they've, they've been doing great for the last few generation but like seriously this year still like this knocked everything out of mm-hmm. out of the water and Ultra, absolutely. Xiaomi has been kicking it since the 11 Ultra, yeah. not even just the 12. Like the 11 Ultra, the 12S Ultra, the 13 Ultra, they're all powerhouses in their own rightful release <laughs> year. So, uh, no, no, absolutely. But but these are the companies that are truly doing their homework. They're giving you a device worthy of the Ultra. It's not yeah. just saying pro for the sake of pro, you know what I mean? Like the pro plus, mm-hmm. you know, pro plus ultra 5G. I, blah, 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 blah. I
0: wish we could maybe simplify some of these lines a little bit more. Like I, I always find like Vivo's naming convention is a little clumsy. Like I think we should have an X100 Ultra. Not mm-hmm. an X one hundred Pro Plus Element OP Edition,
1: like yeah. It, it, the Pro Plus, I feel like, is more. It's tricky. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so it's Pro, but it's Plus, and then it's Five G. But Is it Plus Five G or minus? Is it 5G? Plus Pro
0: or is it? Is it good? I don't know. So I, um, it, and we'll it, see. Yeah, this this it'll be this, this to me is like is is kind of blowing my mind okay. that so many brands now have released in the year before, is mm. the you know, the December 2023. I felt like oh, last it, year we got a, a couple of, yeah. phones just dipping their toes in the water at the end of the year. And yeah. this year they were like, hey, that kind of worked. Let's really undercut Samsung. Let's
1: <laughs> well, but <no>, but <laughs> like, really okay, launch early. So it, it's <laughs> like, OK, Qualcomm <laughs> must have known what they were doing realistically, OK? They shortened the year. This is obviously the impact of that. Right. We knew Xiaomi was going yeah, to I don't know if you noticed, China.
0: but 2023 only had 11 months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> On a good year, we had eleven months. No, I know. It's a tough it's Man, a Man, inflation tough is getting us all. <laughs> like, but nobody mean, think about it. In less than twelve months, we've had two IQs, we've yeah. had two N3s, uh N3, and yeah. 3 uh like not the L3, the N three flip came out uh, N2 and the N2 N three and three flip both came out roughly within nine months of each other. Um the 14 technically came out, or 14 Pro came out technically in less than a year from the 13 Pro. So I mean, like, right,
0: right on the edge, but it was exactly, under a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you consider the China launch, obviously we don't have a launch for global. So sure. th- the reality is it, it's the effect. It's Qualcomm's decision of, of launching the SOC or announcing their SOC in October or late October. And then MediaTek obviously still doing their event the week before Thanksgiving, I think roughly just keeping things on on track. But yeah, it, it pulled up it pulled the rug. I mean i yeah. wouldn't be surprised if twenty twenty four launches are all shifted. Like everything. Oh, yeah. like, I know. think
0: they're they're gonna start they're gonna start moving up the timeline. And no, no, this absolutely. this actually posed one of the logistical challenges of us trying to do a best camera of the year yeah. awards yeah, show. How,
1: where do you draw that line exactly? So
0: we, we had to we, we tried to keep a certain window of chip generations together.
1: Short acknowledging
0: that a lot of our focus was... We're starting from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. We we, yeah. we we can't really make an award show in the past for years that we haven't covered. So this is where we're going to start at the end of the year, looking at all the phones that kind of came out within the calendar year. But we sort of agreed, like, starting from this point, we should probably include iPhone 15 and Pixel 8. So it doesn't make sense to heavily compete Pixel 7 and iPhone 14, even though they did half the year or more than half the year, competing against HN2s and Dimensity 9200s. So this was actually kind of a challenge. We had to sort of set a window of like December to November is really our smartphone calendar year so, phones that were released in 2023 with 8 Gen 3s and Dimensity 9300s, we're going to say missed the award show deadline, and they will be considered for 2024's best smartphone cameras of 2024. It's just like the Academy Awards. At some point, there's a date that cuts off, if you, <laughs>
1: and if, then if you, if those you, those those movies by, have to be considered. If you miss it by in the a future. day, you are in next year's awards. Thank you very much for playing the game. No, I know. And, Thank and it playing. isn't because they just missed it, because they still are going to be running in the running for it. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, we're, we're talking. No, with, I mean, uh, it just
0: they just missed for this yeah. year. We're expecting them to be the competitors for
1: next year. Exactly. They, they haven't spent yeah. enough time in people. There it, There isn't enough of a sample of people using the devices. It hasn't been around long enough for people to say that it's retail. Yeah. The, the, you know, where we're talking about right now are purely, they're available globally, but they may not be in ha- people's hands yet. Mm-hmm. Reviewers are one thing, but yeah, no, I'm with you.
0: And to assuage any concerns that people might have about, the, you know, the the bias or the, the objectivity of our award show for next year, I'm pretty confident Vivo X100 is going to be well represented
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> next year's I,
0: I, awards. You know, so don't feel like the, we're the sliding X, it by Pro not including it.
1: Going- well, no, no, but I'll say this, though. I think the X90 Pro is definitely <laughs> going to do a good enough, sorry, a good enough job to actually represent Vivo in this category. I don't think the, X, yeah. the, the X90 Pro is out. So no. 100 may not be in the 9200 dimensity, and, of course, the X90 Pro is going to be there. Um, and and yeah. the same thing for, for you know, for that uh, for We had the Aiku I think was it was the Aiku 11 last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those are going to be the. I mean, so that was the weird thing. I never got a chance to play too much with the IQ 11. I think that was more one spoiler
0: with with an X 90 in the mix. I didn't have anything for the IQ where I felt like the IQ was doing something better. You're going to notice in this list because we are premium phone camera
1: snobs. Not many of these phones are cheap <laughs> no I, and, and i think this is the it, we're, what we're trying to focus on is the quality and the and the tech that comes with the cameras and it's, what it's about felt reaching that, that
0: yeah yeah, I'm sorry. You, I'm, I cut you off while I was going to say exactly what I think you were just about to say, and it's that's okay. on me for stepping <laughs> on your toes. It's okay, man. I, I, it, it,
1: what the the goal obviously is to, we we want to make sure to to reach the uh, the explain I guess is based on the experiences that we've had and the devices that mm-hmm. we've used. Where we feel the best feature lies in which device, because surprisingly, mm-hmm. not I mean, there isn't a a unicorn device that does everything correctly. No. it's always going to be again based on taste. Where one yeah. may like a specific feature from a let's say a Xiaomi or from a an iKu or from even a Vivo, I may sway straight up and go to the other side of BBK mm-hmm. and go you know with an Oppo. It it is absolutely down to how we use it, what we use it for, and our workflow. So that that's in, the in primarily for- based thing.
0: Each of these categories, we just want to showcase that there were companies still pushing the boundaries on what our pocket computer phone cameras can achieve. Mm -hmm. And in an era where I feel like there's a lot of tech apathy, it was really important to both of us to say there is really good work being done. And Mm -hmm. if you miss why some of these changes are important, then you might miss some of the fun that you can really have with Absolutely. one of these pocket cameras. No, so I'm with, yeah. um, I think that's enough preamble. I, we, we loosely talked this out. I, I have a winner and a runner-up that okay. I have selected for each category. And, and I then will have an answer TK is going to rejoin mm-hmm. that to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll start off, and that's how I'll answer. Like, as soon well, as
1: you finish your yours, I'm like, you are wrong. And this there's is the right really
0: answer. no point doing something on the internet unless it's combative or confrontational so i figured um, that was the best way for us to set this up if we don't want to do this is I, I think that that
1: nothing right you gotta right.
0: with a bang yeah, and exactly. with a pow yep. um but this is also something like i might actually write some of these up and reach out to these brands and say hey we were really taken we've we've done this as sort of a wrap-up for our year and that maybe moving forward we could actually turn this into more of like a proper like we meet at a venue and we both wear ties kind of an affair,
1: <laughs>
0: but I we like, wanted to try I and like just friends. get a let's
1: let's start to, let's get, get start a sense of are. this first. Yeah, the, yeah, this, yeah.
0: this this the very very first Juan and TK best of our week smartphone camera awards T shirts and hoodies and we'll yes. grow from there. So there let's, we go.
1: I think that's all right. A
0: good so. Category number one. I actually I should tell people we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen categories. So it's 15. not gonna be a late night. I promise it's not gonna go that long.
1: Okay, um, 15. That's the first category.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Best selfie. Because anyone who watches my camera review, my camera reviews knows. I hate taking selfies. I was going to
1: say, people would think I like to take selfies, but no, keep going. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you.
0: My grand champion for 2023, the Mm -hmm. best selfie shooting experience was the OnePlus Open. And my runner-up, Galaxy Z Fold 5.
1: Okay, so uh, I want to preface it saying this. Juan says the word selfie, but I don't think he's Mm -hmm. necessarily referring to a selfie camera. You're referring to the best selfie Selfie.
0: shooting experience for 2023 OnePlus Open Z Fold 5. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) Okay. You're not wrong. I'm, and, and, and I know. And, and I'm, you I'm gonna,
0: already broke our joke. You're supposed wait, to start like with Juan, You're
1: no, wrong. I said you're wrong. I, I said wrong and I said you, and I just said there's not in the middle. Well, because you kind of, okay. So, on this category, the way I look at a selfie, selfie mm-hmm. for me is a slightly, so this is again going to be how we look at it differently. I do like to take selfies with the main sensor on the back because you do definitely get the best image out of your device. But right. the, it, and I'm going to have, my answer is in two folds. It's going to mm-hmm. be where it's going to be the, um, for best selfie on, on a regular phone and a best selfie on a foldable, because both of the devices that you listed on are both foldable devices. So therefore you're able to use the selfie in the, in that good creative, right way. from a standard f- smartphone. I'll say that the find X six pro for uh, no, sorry, the pixel eight pro is my favorite. Pixel pro. Yeah. Front facing camera. That was pixel my, that was pro. my, if I had a third runner up, yeah, so Pixel if, you 8 Pro to, if, if you have to take right the phone and you're holding the phone, selfie right. style, I think the eight Pro will take the will take the cake. It just it's consistently one of the best cameras I've ever seen when it takes its selfies for because sure. it, it treats it very much like the main sensors on the back.
0: But what was important for me was yeah. having been such a Surface Duo nerd. Yeah, yeah. One oh. of the things that actually does become a tangible improvement going to this kind of plastic bendy screen style phone is that ability to still use your rear camera with a framing display. And And I think the only phone that that gets us close is I I considered Xperia just because of the little vlog display, but that gets too complicated if you have to add an accessory.
1: That's a hundred dollar accessory. Yeah. That's not how it comes. I can't count yeah from a foldable though i agree with you on the open i think the open slash n3 the cameras on this and the reason i fall for that is because i'll say this i love (laughs) this device i'll say this and i'll say this at the end of 2023 till the find x7 pro proves me wrong um the find x6 pro is by far one of the best shooters for me and when you take that language when you take that relationship that Oppo has with optics and what they've done Mm-hmm. The open is just so much like it. It is so much yeah. like the Find X6 Pro for me. So then, yeah, when it's you use close. the phone and you open it, no pun intended, and you use it like it's supposed to be with the main sensor and you see yourself,
0: absolutely mm-hmm. one of
1: the best foldable selfies that you can get. There's no question on that. I think the 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 fold the the, the the Samsung the Z Fold Five is a great option. I think mm-hmm. it's a great camera. Um, I but I probably I, if I had to kind of just like I said between the two, it. Yeah, Pixel Eight Pro. And Pixel Eight Open Pro for me. Yeah.
0: I, I I'm not I'm not arguing with that. Pixel Eight Pro was so close to taking my runner up, but it mm-hmm. was the for for me it's the practical functionality of that. Absolutely. No, 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 so yeah, best selfies. I think we've got a a pretty best buds, best good selfie. yeah a pretty best buds forever. Um, but I think we've got a a pretty good. Not, not like complete agreement, but I think we're on the same page with what we value for a selfie shooting style experience. That's going to move us on to our next category. Yes. Uh, I'm going to also post this in the chat too. We're going to talk best autofocus.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So, best autofocus for me Okay. going to two companies that finally did the thing we've been asking them to do for years now. Okay. And uh, my my number one win goes to the Pixel 8 Pro. Okay. Not only because it has such a good sticky autofocus, but that they finally incorporated the additional tools in an autofocusing system that can give us a little bit more manual control, better distancing control when we want uh, astrophotography, mm-hmm. and focus peaking when we start using some of those tools. And the immediate counterpoint to that. The runner-up I have is the Xperia One Mark Five for the best eye tracking autofocus, and that they also finally brought us focus peaking in their camera app.
1: Okay, so I'll say is that your first runner-up is wrong, absolutely wrong on this one, and and I say this because (laughs) with all my love and all my respect to Mr. Juan Carlos Bagnell. sony wins on this dude come on <laughs> sony autofocus for me has been it's really I mean, good okay regardless of the hiccup we had at the beginning of the show if you were watching the show obviously not listening to it <laughs> where my sony camera just did not want to focus on my vivo phone but that's a different conversation sure um crazy 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 auto focusing level on the xperia it's One Mark skynet 5. on your eyes it is yeah great and but it's not just really you. good it's crazy good on the pets. It's also crazy good yeah. when you turn around. It loses eye focus and it comes back to you. The, mm-hmm. the new camera system, the autofocusing that we get on the One Mark Five is for me, hands down. If I have to, if I have to make sure that I'm in focus, and that is my yeah. number one priority. I mean, not to say that I, I can't get good, sure. like focus, good video, and I have the ability of setting up my shot. I would say that the Xperia for me, the One Mark Five, would be the winner. Not so again, the runner up.
0: But I'm I appreciate I'm when, like yeah. 95% on the same page as you. Yeah. The reason why I'm going to give Google the nudge. Okay. The Sony platform is still a very camera focused professional grade kind of system and nothing is as point and shoot consumer accessible as Pixel's sticky autofocus where you yes. tap once on someone and you can focus and recompose. You can move your frame, and it's going to track fixed. the subject like nothing I have ever seen before.
2: No, no, Pixels I, I, still
0: do that better than anyone. So I yeah. Now that we finally have a few of those additional tools that Sony has done so well, I had to give my nod to Google by like a percentage point of a scoring difference between the two.
1: The, the the Pixel 8 Pro is legit. It's a legit good focusing system. I don't disagree with you, and I'm, I'm totally with you with the, with the well, sense it's, of what it For me, does. it's
0: a legit good consumer, like accessible ease of use focusing system. Sony is so much better when you do need to dig into a manual focus or focus peaking or any of those additional one layer deeper. Yeah. Sony crushes.
1: Well, and, and you if need you treat control. the phone more like a camera, not camera. Is, then, yeah, exactly. if, if you want to treat your smartphone more like a, a DSLR level of control, absolutely. And, and that, that, that was the reason why I chose Sony and why I would like to choose Sony is they also have, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, the, the rear display, that, that level of incorporating first party accessories to help you get that best shot. For me, those are the extra levels. But again, for sure. it, it's, a, it's a fine tune of saying, look. But I feel like you'd be with
0: me like the two phones, you just flip the order.
1: Yeah. I, actually, that's not a bad idea. I think I think the okay. Pixel 8 Pro would definitely be up there. I, I probably would have said the Find X6 Pro as far as autofocusing, <laughs> which for me was still a better, especially when it's set up and you, because you, it does a pretty decent job when you have Find to. Find X6 Pro was so.
0: really close. But I mean, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. in, for for me, it was like a cluster. It's of, just, it's
1: not available internationally. That's the only. Well, and
0: I had it. like four phones that were like third place. Like the Vivo system is really good. The Xiaomi system is really good. The Oppo system is really good. Like Mm -hmm. they're all really good. But I felt I had to give the award to the two companies that actually pushed new functionality into focusing that we've been asking them to do forever. Now, you remember it was like a month before the Pixel 8 came out and I was still complaining about how I can't manually focus on the sky The autofocus in your night mode doesn't work well, but now you've got a new far-focus mode that works yep. a lot better if you want to take pictures of the stars. So, I think, again, I feel like we're doing pretty good there. Let's move on to category number three. Numero tres. Uh, all right. I'm going to uh, drop this in. Best audio recording system. Okay. Best audio for your phone. And this is obviously, like, I couldn't give so Sony the LG win Celsius.
1: next conversation. I'm sorry. Well <laughs> you know haven't They're released not a playing phone. the game.
0: Yeah, I know. They're uh, not in they the the missed the, the, the deadline wrong, for wrong releasing the new wrong phone. I, th- right. I thought
1: we were doing the, uh, the LG v fifty.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um best audio recording. Uh my first pick is the Galaxy S twenty three Ultra. Okay. As an entire system for what tools you can use to not only control your gain, but also your audio input. I think they have the best menu for giving that conveyance to the user, and then my second, and it's a very close runner-up. I could be swayed to flip these, the Xperia One Mark V.
1: Oh, the Xperia One Mark Five. Actually, I wasn't even going there. I was actually because you go have good
0: it. tools, and you can use the three-point-five millimeter headphone
1: jack as an audio input. Oh, okay. I see how you're doing. I see what you're doing. Okay. So, so those for... are those, those are my two. Those are, okay, well, you you dude, I mean you went really good. Um uh, Samsung, <laughs> I, I will say I, I've been a big fan of Samsung's approach to audio input, but I will say audio recording for me, especially with the new improvements that we've had, mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna go Pixel 8 Pro. It's kind of it's a good. weird way. I went the other way because I'll yeah. say this. Um, some of the improvements that we've gotten over it, because we again we're keeping the 8 Pro in the conversation, we're being specific mm-hmm. about it the audio eraser that to me was actually a, like a legit good tool to use the audio That's our next category uh, yeah TK well, but it's in video right it is something that we No, use no, no, no video, you're not right? wrong yeah, yeah. yeah. I so am I,
0: not yeah. disagreeing with pixel 8 being high level in this conversation absolutely so I I deducted a small what what nudged the Xperia over the line for me oh, was yeah, the flexibility yeah. of the platform absolutely um it bothers me when the user has to memorize what features they can use in which frame rates and modes. Yeah. So for Google, you get an incredible audio processing speech processing mode, mm-hmm. but it kicks you down to 4k 30. Well, the true. second yeah. the phone takes control out of how you're shooting your video. That to me is one of those things like, you're forcing the user to memorize a flowchart, not focus on their content. And on a Sony, if I want to go with a Bluetooth mic, with a USB mic, or the 3.5 millimeter mic, or the phone's built-in mics, and change the direction of those mics, 4K 120. Yep. It doesn't doesn't matter what I'm doing. You can control for any frame rate, any resolution, any quality. And that, to me, just helps keep Sony as the runner-up. I really love... Samsung, Samsung is the closest we have for selecting your audio input mm-hmm. that we lost from LG.
1: Yeah, well, and it also has that direction It's really focus clean as well. Exactly, front focus, rear focus, you know, like speaker subject, all of that good stuff. I think from from between the two conversations, I mean, I, I agree with you on the audio. I I was looking at it more in the sense of onboard mics, onboard processing. For sure. Sony yeah. does a great job again. The, the leveraging of inputs, the ability of having mm-hmm. a three point five mil, the ability of using USB C audio, the ability of using Bluetooth audio, all of that just hook it up. Sony mm-hmm. will be like, "Give me, give me, give me." Give me. Uh, but it is something. It is a type of th- those type of solutions where you have to kind of look into what you're able to do. The the definitely a second runner up for me on the Sony Xperia is always going to be the professional level from yeah. an on the go type of audio solutions that I've been using for many years not even just on the on the on the mm-hmm. 8 pro mics on pixel since the pixel 6 pro for me have been absolutely fantastic picking yeah. up uh, picking up speech uh making sure recognizing the, the conversation even correctly
0: even cheap bluetooth earbuds if you can Still switch over to the speech processing mode and shoot 4K30 it is incredible what it you is. can get out of a pixel absolutely just wish I could keep that for four K six. That
1: was the thing. No, no, but but even with <laughs> when we talk about the next the, the next category, when we're talking especially yes. with that new feature that we just got, realistically we're gonna we're gonna dive in a little bit more. But for me, again, mm-hmm. I, I think if I had to kind of go first and run it up, eight Pro Xperia One Mark Five, I think that'll be my my list. And, and then Samsung purely... is like a close third. Well, no. So here's here's my 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 concern. If we're talking about just straight up on the device. And then mm-hmm. it would probably go Samsung and, and, and Pixel 8. Not, Samsung not and Pixel because, 8. Yeah, because the audio device mics are absolutely fantastic on both. I think I like the Pixel more because of the additional f- functions, although Sam, mm-hmm. Sam, Samsung allows you to do more directional. Um sure. And it does a better job of maybe reducing the outside noise. The post-processing, I still, still feel like... Google wins at this. It's like their bread and butter of I how think, they, they do you that.
0: Know, I, you're, you're, I completely agree. I, I mean, it, it's always acid in my mouth when I have to compliment Samsung on anything. Uh, no, no. Um, but I, it, I really feel with the S21, mm-hmm. Samsung has found this really lovely balance. I yeah. think Google does it a little bit better, but when I get a really nicely balanced audio track that can focus on the voice, but doesn't completely destroy your background or ambient sound. And I can control the directionality. I feel like Samsung has done something really nice there that absolutely. often gets overlooked in I'm, a lot I'm not of away
1: from camera yeah, conversations. No, no, no. So. From from an audio experience, jumping into pro mode, absolutely a banger. Um, like I said, yeah. the fact that you can—it's uh, simple, it's easy. You click on it, you're like, "I want Bluetooth, I want Bluetooth and built-in mics, I want front-facing and, uh, audio, and I want to audio. dial back
0: the, exactly. the level, the no, gain, no, no. and it's, and you're done, and you're off and yeah, yeah. shooting. And it's it, so—it's LG. So nice. This
1: is why I started the whole joke with the whole like, you know, LG. It's wins. It's... Okay, so that
0: actually does take us, and look like we've kind of teased it already. A little bit. Um, we have more photography and video focus categories, but once we started talking about audio, and TK brought this up, we do have to talk about the best onboard included editing tools. I now this like, one's I tricky. Think,
1: no, it isn't. I feel like we're no, gonna. No, get no, the no, same no, 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 no. I'm serious. This oh, yeah, this one's ahead. tricky
0: because I'm going to draw a bias line in the sand. All Android phones can come with Google Photos. But because Google Photos supports pixels a little bit differently than other devices, Mm -hmm. I am going to talk... that This category is to focus on what the manufacturer has included for their own photography and video editing tool. So, like, OnePlus has its own photo gallery, and there are tools in the OnePlus gallery. That is what OnePlus's entry would be, not... Google Photos on a OnePlus.
2: Yeah. So my
0: my my winner, I think this one's pretty obvious. My winner is the Pixel 8 Pro. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think that's a, that's a controversial statement. No. But my runner up is the Galaxy S23 Ultra. I think Samsung still keeps the best collection of alternative camera app that then moves into its own post-processing workflow, editing portrait photos, trimming the heads and tails of videos, I think Samsung is the clear second place for a lot of our on-the-run, running-gun, quick-edit kinds of solutions.
1: I I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you as much. I will say one thing we haven't really kind of looked into is the reality of when we start talking about editing, Sony is not necessarily falling too far behind in bringing up tools. So what? Well, what I, I will say, primary, secondary cameras, and some people may pick on the fact that Sony has multiple cameras in app in the same <laughs> phone, right? And and then now they're kind of console. Like, there's Video Pro, there's Camera, there's Camera Pro, and you know, or, or mm-hmm. uh, sorry, Photography Pro, and all of that. Recently with the Xperia 1 Mark 5, Sony has introduced a uh, – so actually with the Xperia 1 Mark 4, we have audio, mm-hmm. uh, the audio uh, editing tool that enables us to actually export. Yeah. So you, you can record audio from a studio experience like a conversation, music track, mm-hmm. and audio track. And through their AI and online services, you're able to actually separate the tracks, like actually sure. legit do audio sampling to the level that you expected. They also introduce an app that allows us to do video editing straight on device mm-hmm. from Sony to create reels and shorts and, uh, you know, short form content, be it landscape or portrait. So yeah. from from that...
0: I, I was torn because I, I feel yeah. like Sony is, has, again, it's, for me, it's kind of like the same that we had the conversation with, with focusing. Sony has captured a more professional idea of video and audio editing workflow. Like Absolutely. it's more familiar if you've used adobe or davinci resolve or something mm-hmm.
1: like that or vegas or the, if you've used any of the sony exactly yeah it, exactly. A, anything it, anything it, out there it, 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 it's it has
0: so much more familiar but if you haven't used stuff like that you're more an iMovie kind of person
1: yeah I the know. head and
0: tail trim on samsung is so much better than google photos
1: and i, like, and I was gonna say it's samsung so much where cleaner. I would, if i had to put my eggs in a basket i'll probably say samsung not, not nothing against google photos on pixel and i realize sure. that it's a google photos on pixel but right because, because yeah. it's limited into that and it's limited to being on a, on that type of device and mm-hmm. um, but if you do have Google one, some of those features do come over to other devices with Google photos, but just not as yeah. good. I'm not with not as good. So for me, it, if I had to kind of go between the two, it wouldn't necessarily be so uh, sorry, uh, pixel eight it would probably be a toss up between the s23 ultra and the Xperia one mark 5, one mark 5. because of the level of, I'd of feel pr- approach that we can edit again. I feel Samsung really good about really
0: good. Xperia being my number three. Like yeah. I'm I, again, I feel like we're juggling those three phones. Um, they're all going to get you through high level work out yeah, in and, the
1: field. And and so. both uh, both if you I mean kind of really we're going to be pulling at straws here, but like if you if you consider the S23 Ultra and the Pixel not the Pixel 8 Pro but the uh, the s uh, the Pixel uh, the Xperia One Mark Five both have video out. Can connect them to a larger mm-hmm. display. Connect the mouse. Yeah. And you can do much better fine tuned editing, even with their within their built-in editors.
0: Because I, uh, I, I was really just focusing on the specific tools, but yeah. you take those tools and you throw them into decks, and that's a win over the Pixel Eight Pro. Yeah. But if it's just on the phone again, I I I was I mean, with yeah. you. Yeah, 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 but but again, it was like that requires an accessory, and I already bounced Sony from auto from selfies for not yeah, yeah. having I, for not I'm using an accessory. So I'm with you. No, no. This, this this gets you can see. I mean, we we're doing this kind of tongue in cheek, but like it is really hard to kind of settle on the criteria and then stay consistent and not. Well, but if you do this and then that, then that's better. Well, you know, like you've got to
1: score it and keep to the score. When you live with a device, when you use the device day in and day out and you start using and you especially, you know, you look for these little features that get dropped. Yeah. A lot of these devices are not just a simple, I mean, they're a camera, they're they're really good camera systems. Sure. But some of the other features that the devices come with that are unique, let's say DAX or desktop mode experiences or even video out, X day on the whole desktop, even yeah. if it just has video out that could make or break a conversation for some so, people out there, but yeah, that's I'm our good.
0: next category. This is the category that mm-hmm. was the hardest for me to score. Ooh. I okay. struggled the most with this category and uh, our next uh, category. Uh, it's like an offshoot of best selfie,
1: selfie, yeah, best yeah,
0: yeah. business or webcam
1: functionality. And, and we're talking about native, right? Native, native. Okay, sorry, because I was gonna say anything could be a, a webcam. I so, could just install JoyCam, but yeah, no, I'm with you. But <laughs> da-da, can, da-da. kind of built in, and I feel
0: like the best tools for this for this year came by my my top pick, and I am not very confident on my top pick here. I could very easily be swayed on this one to to bounce it. Okay. Moto Edge Plus 2023. Okay, As an all round I... business-grade video machine. Mm-hmm. And then just by the skin of its teeth, the Pixel 8 Pro for our December drop. Now including a, a dedicated webcam function. So it's not that you add an accessory to the Pixel. The Pixel can become a the accessory for something else. No, so I'm... the Moto Edge, I think, can do that. To. You can yeah. plug your Moto Edge into another computer, and with Ready for, you can do some cool stuff that I don't think very many other phones do natively. Um, but this was the most difficult because I wanted to do foldables. Like, I think mm-hmm. foldables make for amazing business or webcam conversations. I ran a show off of a foldable. You've run a show off of your foldables.
1: I've run, I've run shows it, off of tablets, even. That's, that's yeah. not even. Yeah, yeah,
0: no. But when it really came down to. All of the tools, what cameras you can use, what settings you have access to, I ended up there. But I'm not. This is the category I'm the weakest on. I I'm not feeling like I can defend my choices one thousand percent on those two phones.
1: And, and you're referencing it, just to be clear on this category, we're referencing these mm-hmm. devices being good uh, game. Sorry, not gaming. A uh, good business slash webcam on device. We're not use, We're not yeah. trying to consider them saying that. Hey, if I connect this to a PC, then it becomes like a, a business tool. Well, that, because that's I what the feel it's
0: fair. Okay. To say. The phone is doing a good job as the business or webcam Mm -hmm. for another computer. You don't have to add a piece of hardware to the phone. Okay. The phone is still the camera Mm -hmm. for another device. But that's what I had to sell myself in my brain just to get to a conclusion. I don't know that that's necessarily... The right answer. <laughs>
1: so for, for this one, for me, this this one is a is a. It's oddly enough. I mean, I feel like it's a is a slam dunk for me for Moto. Moto has been doing this for for some time. Well, and that I, and high
0: resolution selfie camera for video calls is absolutely. one of the strongest options I think I've seen for talking talking to someone being on camera
1: yeah. in video and conversation absolutely and i've used uh, and I've, i think i remember was it not this year was last year 2022 we used the the edge the moto 2022 version the one that mm-hmm. i had for a short term from uh from verizon i was yeah. at disneyland with the family we were at the hotel we did the whole show from the phone yep. so it was that type of solution for me and it, that was why i feel like moto for me kind of reigns into that area it's what it's trying to leverage, what it's going to do there. And I'll probably also say Lenovo also does, a li- does quite a bit well, which is the parent oh, company. Oh, Thinkphone. Yeah, so the Thinkphone would have been my other yeah. choice. I got a chance to use it, but I never tested out that full function. If Adam yeah. is in the chat, I'm sure Adam can jump in and, and, and give us a little bit of his input. But I feel that's, like Lenovo also. That's a good pick. Yeah. So the Thinkphone I, I, would
0: be one of, my, one of my other ones. I haven't had. So, so like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that at all. Because I, I, I have held a Think phone, and I've played with it for minutes, yeah. which means I have not been able to test Think phone side-by-side side against Yeah, we were at Moto's like we we
1: headquarters playing around with, uh, with the S20, with yeah. the new and they had a unit sitting there the, with glasses The, the on. one thing I, I couldn't come to a conclusion on
0: was mm-hmm. where Samsung might have fit in this conversation. Because I think I Samsung like... could be really strong, but... They, as a phone brand, I don't think of them in the same business-grade, doing-the-business-corporate-communications kind of way that Moto just seems to naturally fit. And that's totally a personal mental block or a personal bias in Mm -hmm. how I think about these phone brands, but Motos have been so good. That I just I've in inextricably linked them with that idea, and it was really difficult trying to come up with what would be a runner-up. And I for, don't know for, for that Samsung, I, I feel like the
1: S twenty three Ultra series will definitely do a, a really good job of being that type of solution. I don't see it as a, having a problem. I mean, I think for me, it's just more of the based on what I've had and where I look for. If I have a choice of device, which one would my hand gravitate toward? It right. would be a, a Moto slash a Moto, things. yeah, yeah. So that would be my for only sure. thing, and and then even the razor also actually does a decent oh, job. So the yeah. razor as well because it carries also some of those other the other yeah. functions from But even again, even some of the the wireless ready for functions would probably be really good for that too. It 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 is a possibility, uh, but just keep in mind again, the the main function of this is obviously. Which one would you just basically run and gun it? If you had the yeah. meeting and you're doing this all the time, and this is a, your business phone, you know the the functions that we get with the the 2022 edition of the phone. Actually, if nothing else, the pen yeah. input, the display, the function, the battery, the charging speed, um, and good. just the overall performance yeah. were really good. And the 23 just lost the pen, but kept a lot of the improvements in there. The Everything price else. dropped yeah. about a hundred. We still had the function. So, yeah, for me, either way, I think it's a good solution for, for, for business decisions if you want to do it. Good deal.
0: Okay, so I don't, I don't feel so, 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 so bad about that. No, it, no, it was, no, and sure. again, it was like... I wrote these categories and I got to that one thinking it was going to be a slam dunk. And then I went, oh, oh no. <laughs> no, 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 So moving on, we've got a series of more photography focused uh, sure. uh, categories here. Next up, we're going to move to best low light performance. And That's I'm purposely leaving this one just a little bit broader okay, as not just you know best HDR auto mode but i feel that there have there are two phones that across the board approach dark conditions better okay. in almost every setting you can use them in
1: could it have anything to do with the sensor my friend
0: but let's let's just keep going yeah yeah sorry my <laughs> it absolutely does <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so my my a number 1 my mm-hmm. top pick for best low-light performance is the Vivo X90 Pro, okay. and then my runner-up is the Xiaomi 13 Ultra. And I know what phone you're going to swap in there, <laughs> and I I was very close to using that phone in this double up, too. But I have something about that that I, I, I can counter on. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll say that the <laughs> X ninety Pro for me
1: was a great phone. So uh, it, the the thing about it is it's 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 when we got access to the device and when things kind of progressed sure. from there. For me, it was in order of X ninety Pro, um, and then I think if I'm not mistaken, we got the the Xiaomi thirteen Ultra, and then no, no, wait, no X ninety Pro, Find X six Pro, then Xiaomi thirteen Ultra. I got it. the The Pro came out first. The thirteen Pro came out first. So I'll say that I'll agree with you, this, yeah, the fact that the, the larger the sensor, the more light it's able to absorb, uh, to, uh, to actually be able to bring in, the better the low light performance is going to be. There's no question on that. And there literally is a small handful of devices in 2023 that technically have a one inch sensor, not technically, that actually have one. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's a tough, it's a tough choice to kind of like throw things around.
0: So from the, the reason why I feel point, my, my the the, the reason why my runner egg. up is totally debatable is, the two other phones we can put in there were Chinese
1: releases only. That was that would have been my thing. So yeah. although I would definitely put the Find X6 Pro ahead of the 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 it'd basically be an ultra a thirteen ultra win, and as well as a Find X6 Pro over the, the yeah. Vivo, but then when you start kind of saying like, well, TK, you know, I'd have to import the V the, the X ninety Pro, uh, sorry, the Find X6 Pro, well, that, that yeah, that changes the conversation. Is it accessible? Is it something that we're able to actually access? So also usability. Yeah, I feel it's okay. We can because we both
0: we yeah. we imported them. Uh, technically, true. you can buy them anywhere you want. It's just not as easy as if you live in China. Yeah. Um, I, I I on our runner runners ups and versus the X90 Pro, the V series co processor manipulates light mm-hmm. like nothing I have ever seen to the point where daylight photos can sometimes be problematic. The phone is so aggressive at brightening out of its own just sort of auto capabilities. But then you take that phone at night, and its auto mode photos Mm -hmm. come out cleaner, brighter, and sharper than most other phones' night mode photos. And then you go to a night mode, and you hold still for like three seconds, and you get a brighter, sharper, crisper image than holding a Pixel still for eight seconds. So I, I, I like there is just a computational powerhouse of low light performance. I was so close to the OpPO for the companion sensors mm-hmm. for the Find X six, but the thing that nudged me just a little bit, I don't know how Xiaomi is doing this, but the uh the the raw capture and the mm-hmm. the sort of uh um I forget what it is, it's not expert raw, but it's like raw plus or whatever they do, mm-hmm. just comes out cleaner than what the Find X6 Pro can do with its raw plus modes. And when I'm like out in the suburbs dark, I don't know how those smaller sensors are pulling out more information than the Oppo, Mm -hmm. but that's granular because in the auto modes, I think they're comparable or the Oppo pulls ahead. But once you start like, hey, I want an image, I've got to really maximize, pull up information out of the shadows, the raw images from the Xiaomi just... Totally punched above, they were punching above their weight, so no, that's I, that's I, why I went to Xiaomi for my runner up. Mm-hmm. But Oppo in auto modes, I think, is the clear winner, nighttime in, photography especially for their for companion me, sensors.
1: It, it's, it's pleasure with both, both the Find X6 Pro, the they're great, Ultra. yeah, yeah, and even the 13 Pro. Um, if you have to kind of throw in a third one in there, just it's to good, kind of keep you, yeah, it's just that with the 13 Ultra, you have the uh, you're able to basically stop down, you're able to again control the amount of light you're able to put in. So there's mm-hmm. a little bit more control to the 13 Ultra. I feel like it's I definitely edged over on this one. Um, the Find X6 Pro is definitely right there. So for me, yeah, it's it's kind of a toss up between the two. But globally, it's the 13 Ultra. It, it's it's <laughs> like I'm not saying it's a hard thing to say. Just it's uh... a. <laughs> It, no, I mean it, seriously. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity yet to test out fully test out the Android fourteen update to the Find X six Pro. Yeah, because one cool thing that happens apparently when you take a phone that is designed for the Chinese market into the Chinese market is that it gets the update. No, uh, yeah. I, I landed in Shenzhen to go in to cover the uh, to go check out the bling uh, the bling bling. bling. And sure enough, sure enough. As soon as I connected to a Wi-Fi network in Shenzhen, I checked the uh, if there is any option for a trial version, and it's like, yay, Android fourteen is available. I clicked it. Not only did it download, but it also it wasn't a trial version; it was the full version of Android fourteen. So ColorOS fourteen fully running on there. That's great. So yeah, I um, love it. I'm with you. I love I'm with you. It. It, it. It's a tough one, and uh, and even with the GT five Pro that I got from Realme. That yeah. is also running ColorOS, uh, well, uh, yeah, Color OS fourteen as well. So, definitely, yeah, it, it's up there. The, the The size of the sensor. This is one of those conversations that yeah. it is dependent on. Yeah, uh, you could try to I, do it with like, smaller sensors, but it, you get grainy. I, I and understand,
0: much... and we've seen we've seen the physics on yeah, the yeah. OnePlus Open. Yeah, yeah. There's really exciting stuff that you can do with a smaller sensor to pull in more light and arrive at a brighter image. Yeah, the total package of Photo IQ. Bigger pixels in that bend resolution, oh yeah, the shallower level, depth level. of field, a more oh, yeah. photographic look, and then it is also still radically good at soaking up light. It, it's it was Vivo, Oppo, and Xiaomi like yep. they, they were the picks for that year. Um, moving on, mm-hmm. another broader category. i have a, a little bit of a doozy for you on that one, but yeah, keep going. Best portraits, yeah. Best portraits. So, I am I am obviously focused more on the portrait mode on our phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is me. a software computational, cut out the subject, blur the background kind of a thing. But oh, okay. very okay. lowly scoring, giving a few phones a couple little bonus points in the mm-hmm. background, were phones that had good optical depth of field I was, to take it, a flattering portrait of someone.
1: Actual flatter, yeah, natural drop, of, yeah, sorry.
0: First, first criteria software, second criteria is a backup, good optical. My my winner this year was the Pixel 8 Pro. I think that's we, did, we did Christmas yeah. cards and family photos, staged family photos this year on the Pixel 8 Pro. North my
1: runner-up... <laughs> I love how you say it.
0: My runner-up. Yeah. This, this one's good. You ready for this? Are you sitting down? Are you ready? Let's try. The Vivo V29 Pro, the mid-ranger, with the incredible ring flash
2: oh. that you can
0: use off the rear camera. Okay. okay. That is a phenomenal, color-tone-accurate fill light like i have not seen on a phone maybe ever it, like this is so practical as because it, it doesn't burst flash it fills yeah no I'm with you. i haven't been this excited about a light on the back of my phone since the lumia 1020 this oh, is I, I thought so you were gonna good
1: thought the opr 17 but yeah sure no no <laughs> <laughs> I thought we're gonna I mean, go back. Good good one too. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna no, fight no, no. you on that one. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go back. we go back to This yeah, this system, this
0: like whatever they call orolite system, mm-hmm. really took me by surprise as such a fun novelty. This helps elevate a mid ranger phone's ability to just take a really nice looking photo of a person. Not mm-hmm. good for taking a photo of yourself but really good when you want to stage someone and you want to Mm -hmm. get that good shot and you get much better lighting than a traditional camera burst LED flash because it's just this really soft, nice, and it's such a flattering light to have stuck to the back of a phone. So Pixel 8 Pro is is definitely been one of the best for like setting up those family moments and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanksgiving, uh, off of my Pixel watch, I'm taking... You know, staged family photos of us all together. But this, this Vivo, really surprised me with being able to do things that I don't even, any of our premium phones are capable of doing.
1: So I, I, I won't disagree with you on the pri- on the primary winner. I I actually do think the Pixel eight the Pixel eight Pixel eight Pro. Um, it, it's not just computational, but it is. I mean, the way they do portrait has mm-hmm. been getting better and better every year. And, and in, tell and me, the... like,
0: the the telephoto sensor, it, it's not the the most flattering focal length, but it's a really good sensor at a mm-hmm. good focal length to kind of frame up a nice head and shoulder shot that doesn't, like, stretch or distort oh, no, absolutely. Your, your subject. So exactly. I, I really like what the Pixel can do on both the main sensor, mm-hmm. the main sensor at, at a two-time zoom, and the telephoto sensor are all kind of nice in different They're, situations. I'll,
1: I'll, and, and, and this is where I agree with you when it comes to computational, when it, there's a little bit more manipulation into it mm-hmm. and to generate the, the, the portrait. Yeah. But where I would feel like if I had to kind of go to more of a natural where I'm not using the portrait mode, I'm using in the standard mode shot. Find X6. Yeah. Find X6. Find X6 Pro and, yeah. and on the main that sensor. At telephoto. And at telephoto. The telephoto, the telephoto is so good. Stupid good. Yeah. It is stupid good. Like it's so good. Yeah. I I I when I when I first <laughs> tested that device and we were in Malaga and we were going out, we were hanging out uh, you know walking mm-hmm. around the mountains and whatever and having dinners and all of that. I used the telephoto more than I used the primary sensor as much as I love the primary yeah. sensor like for bigger images but when I was sitting oh, and yeah. I wanted to do a telephoto like seriously, that three X telephoto lens—it is oh, by far gosh. the standard. I still use it that, today. And that telephoto sensor
0: is large—is is the same size or is it larger than no, the it, the main uh, camera sensor on the OnePlus Eleven? It is the yeah, guy. It's, it's the again, one over one point five six. I think Barry it's, it's, will no. actually tell me what the model number is. My brain is Swiss cheese right now. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. So, but Oppo natural did, lighting, yeah, natural lighting. Um, that that was that was my second place until i remembered oh but the flash the, the ring light
1: on this by absolutely yeah it, it improves the image you're getting better lit better lit subject you're definitely getting better imagery if the I have honorable to go... mention because oh, i don't please. think you got to play with one and i didn't get to play with one
0: but mm-hmm. um last year's axon had a 35 millimeter equivalent lens Mm -hmm. and they put out a Nubia this year with a 35 millimeter. I, yeah, I have to believe I, there is this photo. I, I, when Lex gets older, maybe I'll go through a backlog of old photos of Lex, but from the axon in 2022, Mm -hmm. I have this portrait of Lex that I, I shifted black and white. I shot it raw. It's this grainy, it looks like film, it's oh. this perfect uh, uh focal length just to kind of frame her just mid just below her shoulders up to her face. she's mm-hmm. leaning on this tree in this flowery dress, and like what that- ca- the camera was so clumsy to use, but that hardware at a really good sensor with uh, a thirty five millimeter equivalent focal length was stunning and now knowing that the Nubia had that big old huge lump to get that thirty five millimeter lens on the larger sensor. Mm-hmm. I, I have to believe it's good, even though I know the camera app is probably infuriating <laughs> to navigate around. Oh, that yeah. was that in my brain. That is a dis. That is, that is like my fourth Notable. place. But yeah, the yeah. Oppo, no, no. Uh, the, the Find X6 Pro was was easily in my pick. But I I I have to champion an inexpensive phone that has a wholly unique uh, feature added to it for that, a that ring feature. flash. Functional feature. A very yeah, yeah, functional exactly, feature. Exactly. Yeah. No, so no, just, pretty.
1: Exactly. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, and and I think it, it's it does sound like I'm sounding like a broken record where the Find X six shows up to, way too much in my in my list. But to to I don't think that's this,
0: incorrect. No. It, it, it,
1: but to say that I ha- that device has not left me on any trip on any event yeah. on, on anything that I've been doing for the last eight seven or eight months since I've got my hands on it is, a, is literally an understatement. There's so much content on this phone that if you go back, you'll see exactly what I've been doing with it, and it's because it does the job that I need yeah. it. It does it great. It looks great on film. It looks in a film in in in, in video uh, and even when I need to be able to use it as a secondary or a backup camera, I've used it as a as a webcam in the past. I, I mean, oh, again, yeah. you're able to install Droid uh, Droid uh, the Droid Cam and connect it. It's not an impossibility, but for me, it's the versatility of the cameras and. They finally added 4K front-facing video, which is totally yeah. out of Oppo's like lineup of we do this now. So yeah, no, no, I'm. It's about time. It... So <laughs> hey, they did it when I was in Paris. So yes, I appreciate. it. <laughs> so I, I,
0: I feel I'm with you on that too, and You're especially for you. natural light. Yeah, I don't think anything was better for portraits in just good nice natural lighting or you actually with the the, the find x6 pro is also I, I maybe should have made this a category mm-hmm. um how good is your the, No, no no the find x6 pro was the only phone that could kind of nudge the pixel and the xiaomi ultra for indoor candids yeah so when you've got that really lovely moment between family members across a living room you can't shoot it from your main camera sensor. It's too wide. You see this like whole room and two little people are in the shot. So you don't want to shove the phone in their faces while they're going in for a hug or something like that. Or they're all laughing at a joke. So the Find X6 Pro is the best phone at subtly across a living room distance in dim, indoor, cozy lighting, snipering off those moments. And they're just not a mess of blur. Exactly. That, I, I, like, we could maybe even add that to our roundup for next year, but candid photography, that was the clear winner for me, was yeah. the Find XX Pro. So, um, our next category, we're about halfway through. I mean, we're moving through this pretty well, we're doing I, think. Good. I think. we're doing work. pretty well. No, no, we're okay. The orchestra hasn't had to play us off yet. This is, this, is, this is great. We're in control of that. It would be really embarrassing if they did. Keep saying that. So, our yes. next category yeah, best macro photography. We want to make something little look bigger. Okay. And my top pick, Uh Find X6 Pro. Second place, Xiaomi 13 Ultra.
1: This is where I'm going to come out of left field, my friend. (gasps) This is one of my favorites. Here we go. It's one of my favorites. Let's do it. And it's a weird one. But it's going to be this guy really yeah the p60 pro for macro close-up photography okay killer you think that's better
0: than the close focusing distance on the telephoto sensor that can actually get an object bigger than the ultra wide focusing on the find x6 pro okay
1: you're you're referring to best close up macro but you're not referring to it also but when it comes down to photography and video for me it's an all around okay. what you're able to do with the camera system on a device yes taking one picture is it, taking pictures is absolutely great but i'm talking about close up when you need to actually start doing photography when you're getting closer to the subject when you're when you're when you're trying to get those little you know images on the side you're trying to get in really close the proximity the the close up part of proximity on the on the p60 it's crazy good. It's it, absolutely crazy good. It, it The limitation of it, obviously, is the device where you're able to use it. Right, right, right. But that's, not, that's thinking, not a
0: part of our criteria. Exactly. We're only talking and that, about the and cameras. this is why we're... Huawei say, makes
1: good cameras. And, but, and, in, and a lot of the things we have right now, obviously, is just because they started. I will say the Find X6 Pro is right there next to it. Um, if I had to kind of go say with really really good macro, I'll probably would go back to the Find X three Pro with the you know that microscope. Oh yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that is not macro; that is microscope. At that point, you're 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 reading atoms and and you know DNA cells. Uh, but yeah, the Find X six Pro and the P sixty Pro for me <laughs> would be it for 2023. That those are those would be my devices that if I had to kind of get close to a subject, or even if I wanted yeah. to basically get those nice like if I wanted to get the grain, if I want to take a picture of this, but I want to get the grain looking like as if yeah. it's values. Those are the two devices I would go. But if I want to shoot right video, on. the P60. This okay. is why the P60 I, I like wins do that. a little bit. I didn't actually
0: wait video that hard. So, I, I mean, I feel like that's 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 a good, that's a that's a fair rejoinder
1: to yeah. mine. No, no, the I, the I,
0: thing that rocked my socks is very few phones actually do a good job of closer focusing from the telephone. I've had a bunch of people like, my phone does macros from the telephone. And you're like, probably doesn't you're probably just cropping off the main sensor. Yeah, but yeah. when I finally got that those samples back from the Find X6 Pro, also Barry Johnson is in the chat. Barry loaned oh, yeah, me please. his Find X6 Pro, so I should shout out him for helping to contribute to the experiences on this
1: list. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was watching uh, Barry and 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 the gang last night on the on the podcast. Yeah, it was I a was good like, show. Yeah, the whole color with the background there—that just got me out. Like, I'm like, <laughs> okay, I will. I was like, it's it's yeah, no. <laughs> it's it, it, I, I go
0: in just to see what it could do because like I, I don't have high expectations, but I go into manual mode yep. and I manually set the autofocus on the telephoto, and I like wait a minute. It's a farther operational distance. So I'm mm-hmm. farther away from this flower, but I'm actually getting a bigger image than if I'd done a two times crop from the main sensor and I'm not blocking the light because I have a longer operational distance between... So it's not as good for a minimum focusing distance. Mm-hmm. The Find X6 Pro is just so good across all three sensors. So The
1: tuning is you, you, you crazy. Can,
0: yeah. You you can you can get the same size of subject. So like I'm gonna hold up a quarter. Mm-hmm. You can make this quarter in my fingertips the same size, filling the middle of your frame. Mm-hmm. But then all three sensors have different background view. So if you're doing it from the ultra wide, you see this huge expansive field of view you, behind you the quarter. You see the warping, exactly. Yeah. And and it does. And it kind of gives you that that not barrel distortion, but it's kind of like a pincushion kind of stretch to the mm-hmm. to the view. Then you can do a two times crop from the main sensor and it kind of focuses in. So there's less of the background expanding behind your subject. And then you can choose the three times telephoto and it's like super narrow, like immediately behind the quarter that is you you can't do that as easily on a mirrorless camera no no
1: but the ability to i I will say that the the babies with the x100 and stuff like that maybe
0: (laughs) the the x100 is going to be well represented in our charts next year well represented
1: next year you keep saying that i'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry. It's sitting All in right. front of me. It's so so me.
0: I, yeah. I've got, um, I, I, we can move on to our next category here. I've got, I'm really strong on why I like my winner. I okay. am not strong on what I feel was the runner up. So our next category is best zoom or best focal range.
1: And we're talking native, so not- right? We're not talking about digital.
0: Well, that's a part of the conversation, because some of these phones do a really good job with, like, a two times or a four times crop, and they oh, count no, no. that as part of okay. the focal range of the phone. Like, space zoom on a Samsung is all digital crop,
1: oh, no, no. whereas,
0: like, Sony actually has an optical it telephoto. It sounded like you
1: said something totally different when you said it, but I know what you meant. Like it's. So, I'm, like, I'm sure that
0: problems. probably sound dirty. I was talking about Samsung. It I just know. comes I, out of my mouth that way. No, no, no. no. I, I was I, actually I, trying to say something
1: <laughs> nice. Sorry, about sorry, sorry, me, but, sorry. No, no. Okay. no, no. Uh, please go ahead. Uh, okay, make your case. Make your case.
0: So best focal range. Yeah. It is not the best length of zoom, but it is the best quality across the widest zoom range. Mm-hmm. Xiaomi 13 Ultra, because you've got the four camera sensors. Three of them are matched. Mm-hmm. And up until you get to like a 10x zoom, this is some of the best consistency across the entire focal range for these devices. Okay. And then my second place, I just... I don't have a good reason for it. But I went Pixel 8 Pro, because the Pixel 8 Pro now includes high-resolution modes for all three, and Mm -hmm. it's the only phone that can shoot 4K60 and swap camera sensors across all three in one clip without having to stop recording. So I feel real strong on the Xiaomi because I think the Oppo is stronger in its range, Mm -hmm. but then the Xiaomi has a whole extra camera sensor that goes beyond the Find X6 Pro. So I think you get a, a, a better compromise of camera sensor to focal range with the xiaomi but the pixel was really more just a commentary on video capabilities and now mm. google has finally given us high res modes. they've been advertising 50 megapixel cameras and never given us 50 megapixel photos until the pixel 8 pro i
1: i think that a lot of things changed when they started approaching it as People may need pro modes or maybe need more control over their, these really fancy cameras that we keep putting in there and keeping them in auto mode. I mean, don't get me wrong, they do great in auto mode, but it's just, it's it's hard to you know keep telling me that you know this this Lamborghini can you know it's just it's fine don't yeah. worry about it it's in full self driving you're good sure like but then good. why get a Lamborghini get it you know what i mean like no yeah. i'm saying it's like why do you need a 50 no i'm with camera? you yeah for so, sure yeah, go for the 12 <laughs> um i no i i don't disagree with you on the pixel i think the pixel definitely does a really good job i think the 13 ultra will take the, the for me if if i had to kind of put it it would probably be a toss up between the 13 ultra but also maybe the s23 ultra that that's one weird part about it the s20 yeah. is they do pack better telephoto lenses they have two dedicated so, telephoto i
0: non- don't agree no I, I think they pack no 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 yeah. i think they pack similar telephoto uh, lenses mm-hmm. and use much smaller telephoto sensors So Samsung's zoom range was high on my list. but The problem I had was you're using those tiny telephoto sensors, the one over 3.5. No, no, I'm with you. They're they're, they're smaller than third-inch sensors. They're they're 10 megapixels, but they save a 12-megapixel file, so 20% of your resolution is just made up. And they don't have the same video capabilities as their big brother sensors. It it was more about Samsung. Samsung to me, just for Mm -hmm. the advertised reach would be like a third or a fourth place. Okay. But the actual photo IQ, I have to lean on reducing the focal range and then just getting significantly better photo quality. I just don't have quite the same amount of reach. That's why I went with the two that I did.
1: The 13 Ultra for me will always have a lot more functional reach and better quality images out of it. It wasn't the mm-hmm. – it, it was never um, – I'll probably say it was never going to be the second uh, second seat. It was more about where I was going for primary and secondary if I had to kind of shoot between sure. the two. The S23 Ultra performed for me quite well in well-lit situations for reach. Oh, for it's video, great. recording. Yeah. And, and I say this because 90% of when I, when I do take pictures of my son and, and we're outdoors mm-hmm. is at pools. They're sitting on one side of the pool and my son's on the other side of the pool and always been a situation where I'm able to, and I have quite a few shots from him in the pool doing, you know, the whole jumping out of the water and then doing the whole butterfly uh, switch. Mm -hmm. And from across the pool, I'm able to get a really good. good shot. And Samsung has been able to deliver. Mind you. It's well lit. There's not a lot of – I mean, a 10-megapixel sensor can still generate a decent picture. When you start getting a little bit more where you need more performance out of it, absolutely. The 13 Ultra with the reach that it has, yeah, it's it's just astronomical. Like this camera system is crazy. Um, one of the reasons – again, I, when I travel, I do take both the Find X6 Pro and the uh, 13 Ultra. And <laughs> yeah. I enjoy both when I was walking around in <laughs> Hong Kong a couple of weeks ago. I specifically dedicated an entire day of just shooting street photography with the with that, and Mm -hmm. the reach that you get from when one side of the sidewalk to the other side, you just you bring the world to you. That's really what it is. You just bring the world, and with the grip, and you get the configuration on it, it just runs right. So yeah. So Uh, I I mentioned Samsung because it it worked. My my feelings on that are
0: are right in line with yours. While I was test driving the Note 23, like Lex has a soccer practice, Mm -hmm. and I'm at the other team's goal and it's bright, bright, bright California, like, exactly. you know, post-lunchtime light, it's mm-hmm. amazing. The yeah. second the sun is a little, not not set, mm-hmm. the second the sun is a little h- lower on the horizon, those camera sensors start struggling. And as soon oh, as absolutely. you're into dusk, yeah, like, you can forget about it. Whereas I feel like the, uh, the Find X6 Pro is the best at this, but mm-hmm. the Pixel and the Xiaomi are close. Mm-hmm. Dusk light, is really pretty on those telephoto sensors for those three phones. Oh, it's not absolutely. really pretty on the Samsung. So it's oh, no, just no, no. it's a it's a more limited functionality sunset. where that Samsung no, no, no. does it, really even really
1: images really well. like sunset photography with the x Six Pro um, with the zoom oh, God, range when you're trying to so get the pretty. the colors just are crazy oh. absolutely um and for those type of shots if i'm using the s23 ultra i would have to revert back to the main sensor and you're right it's, a, it's too big of an image which is too small of a subject sitting too far yeah. away it's it, it you have to kind of again you have to when you have to pick the all-rounder and in, in this for the shots this is why you you bring so many it's like you have to have yeah. like the batman belt of phones uh, i like, you was know, gonna know. say the bandolier. <laughs> oh, okay, you can do bandolier i'll do the bat what shot are we doing now Macro, hold on a second. P sixty Pro. What do we do now? Low light, long range. Hold on. Find X six Pro. $13. Hold on. Let range. me attach my anamorphic lens adapter. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> take that ring off and put the new ring and set it up correctly. So here's
0: here's one of the most divisive categories that I <laughs> think we would have if we were expanding this voting out to many of our friends and some okay. of our family. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next category, mm-hmm. and it's also I'm keeping it broad. This is a, a very wide open kind of uh, kind of conversation. Sure. Best video recording.
1: iPhone 15 Pro Best Max. Best
0: video no. recording. iPhone 15 Pro. My 15? my number 1, yeah, yeah. Xperia 1 Mark 5, and my okay. number 2, the Xiaomi 13 Ultra.
1: I don't disagree with you on the Xperia One Mark V. I think that's a fantastic video recording. So especially is, when you when we're talking because you're talking video recording, like real yeah. legit sit down, setup, not not point and shoot. So so we I wanna factor in point and shoot is a part
0: of this conversation no, too. No, it is, it is, but it, it's I think Sony yeah. Sony has done a good job over the last two years of improving some they still have miles to go, but they've improved some of the accessibility for Video Pro, mm-hmm. where it's an easier app for people to just point oh, and shoot. It, it looks super complicated, of... yeah, yeah. but if you just open it and shoot video, that video looks great. It looks so much better than video their basic Pro, not Pro, not Cinema Pro. There's, keep not mind, Cinema there's, Pro. Yeah, there's Correct. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: there is actually three apps to record video, but the, the one that dedicated to video on an Xperia 1 Mark 5, absolutely. So much similar. better. Yeah. Uh, video now. Pro is... It's simple. it's simpler. still a little bit more complicated, but yeah, I'm with you. So what
0: pushed me over the edge mm-hmm. is Sony was the only manufacturer this year to still support 4K at 120 frames per second. And yeah. I have not been able to recreate how good our cheesy little family videos have looked since the OnePlus 10 and the Xperia 1 Mark IV and Mark V. There is no other phone that Thanksgiving dinner is being served and you shoot it in 4K at one-quarter speed. It looks incredible. Lex is just swinging from the monkey bars at a park, and then you put, like... Just a little fun music behind it. And it's this gorgeously, like, dramatic slow-motion movement as you see her muscles rippling at the highest resolution that we can shoot 4K in. I mean, uh, 120 frames per second in. I know. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't not give it to the Sony, like, what Sony's tools bring. And that's matched on all three sensors.
1: But that's the thing, though. Sony is... It's the pro level tools of of what you're able to do with it. Um, I will say there is quite a bit of content that I shoot with when it comes down to video recording. Uh, the device that I've used the most, um, mm-hmm. now, and I've used Sony's and I've taken them with me. But when I'm traveling and when I'm using, it's it, it's a tough it's a tough choice for me to try to you know go and shoot and do things on the go. Like when I was mm-hmm. at, in uh, with Xiaomi, okay, i mean, not Xiaomi with Oppo. I had uh, the Find X6 Pro was the device that I was using primarily to shoot a lot of my B roll, and it's the quickness of the setup, the quality of the video, the reliability of the video that I get from it, that has caused me to use it as my B roll camera for the last seven or eight months. It's a tough choice for me to say that this device is not a good. Like I can legit, I've actually, I'll say this, I've actually recorded an entire video with it as the main camera. While I was traveling in Europe, yeah. uh, when I recorded my my oh, so Xiaomi good. The Xiaomi Pad Six review, the entire video was shot on the Find X Six Pro, and it's mm-hmm. that reliable for me that yeah. you wouldn't even be able to tell that I wasn't using a, a DSLR. That's the level of the quality. The thirteen Ultra does a very similar experience, but if yep. I have the time to set up and I don't have to do run and gun it, Sony will win for me. Yeah, but when you when 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 you're on the go, you're on the show floor. Example CES in a month. When I'm running mm-hmm. gunning it. Sony is a good system, but it just doesn't fit the job that I'm trying it, to do. It's, it's more of it's the
0: so much better if you're the cameraman. Absolutely. If you're the host and camera operator, I've got to go Xiaomi or Find X6 Pro.
1: Yeah, it it's a tougher choice because sure. of the Yeah, you just you kind of. I mean, seriously, the amount of stuff, and you've done it with me before. You know, uh, like events like Showstoppers, Pepcom, Mm -hmm. where you have literally lines of companies that you have to go through and juggle who to talk to and conversations and all of that stuff. So again, when you're doing both, it's hard. But if you have the luxury of being able to bring a buddy that can be your camera person. Oh, absolutely! The Sony will knock everything out of the water because and, the setup is just ninety percent of what it and, is.
0: And 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 Farhan brings up a good point here. I, we have been reading the chat. I've been trying to click yeah. on messages and stuff. And Michael PepperTech is. I hope you're feeling better. Um, oh, sorry. Right. I, I I know I know we're we're definitely like on our awards here. He says if only Sony can give us H log video raw support. I was about um, to say the, the iPhone wins also. By the way, Barry has well, a point. <laughs> sure. Um, no, the thing I like about the Sony is you can shoot flatter. They don't have a specific log, but they do have colors and filters and stuff that you can shoot flatter. Have, but at the same it, yeah. time, yeah. even in HEVC, the Sony is capturing video at uh, it, almost a placebo high quality data rate. The Experian 1 Mark V is shooting 150 megabit per second HEVC. And that's going to run you right up to the very limits of, like, what micro four-thirds cameras can do while shooting 422. Mm -hmm. Like, you're so close, and you've got a lot more room to edit than you would off of, like, some of these phones that are shooting, like, 30 megabit per second, 4K 30. That that video file is baked. Like, there's nothing you can do to that. Sony's give you... So much more room than you realize before you do want to switch over into a proper log. I don't know that I've ever had to mess with like in Cinema Pro, you can shoot their HDR and it's super, super flat when you're editing mm-hmm. in a Rec. 709 space. Yeah. And you can almost treat it like log, it's almost that flexible. So when I can mix that and then I can also capture it 4K 120. <laughs> And I can still throw a LUT on, and it works almost like it's log. I'm feeling pretty okay. I don't. I've never felt this like oh, but if only I had. The only thing I want from a Sony is the ability, the ability to record directly to an SSD. That's it. That's <laughs> like one of the only things that's kind of lacking on their their it, workflow right it's now.
1: A, it's one of those solutions, and and I and I will have to say, kind of like a little bit of a, an answer to, to to Barry's point of view. Not that we don't. I, I, uh, the the iPhone 15 Pro Max and and the ability of recording and so on, it's just that it again keep in mind that it's based on devices that we use we are or at least in, yeah. uh, on my repertoire. I I'm not an I, iPhone. I suit. have
0: spent yeah. minutes with an iPhone 15 Pro. I didn't. Okay. I, I still haven't gotten my hands on a Pro Max because I really want to see what that telephoto sensor can do with that weird stacked optic optic that they use. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that's still kind of great you you still don't seem to have as kind of locked off exposure controls okay like apple's app still kind of gets in your way and then you have to turn to third party apps to try and like uh, what what's the black magic is that the the uh the, 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 the newer i forgot the name of the the one that they use on on, on i iPhone. can't remember the name of it because we don't use filmic anymore cuz filmic they laid off their whole staff Um, but like if I'm having to compare with stuff like that, I can also turn to motion cam or mic 24 FPS pro, whatever that name of that manual camera app is for Androids and get a one inch sensor. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate why the point and shoot experience has been so welcomed on iPhones. It's very consistent, Mm -hmm. but it drives me nuts when auto exposure and auto white balance are so difficult to fiddle with. Mm -hmm when I want just a standard camera photography style ability. If I'm shooting full auto, full auto, full auto, I just don't really care anymore. Like the the only thing that kind of messes me up, pixels still get a little choppy when you're doing panning. Like, Mm -hmm. especially if you have to whip pan. iPhones are better there. And you're like, cool. But for everything else that I've seen on all these other platforms, especially when you start looking at the high level Android camera phones, I'd much rather have a couple compromises but then a full suite of controls baked in and some of these novelty features like 4K120.
1: No, 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 absolutely. The 4K120 capability, absolutely. It's it's highly, like, seriously, seriously, this is one of the one features I really want OnePlus to bring back. Uh, yeah. Their limitation, though, is their selection of sensors in the readout. Sensor, not, they're, clearing they're, data. They're, yeah, yeah, they're not They're not going with the, the high readout sensors. They're trying to change. Um, well, it, yeah. Speaking of high readout sensors,
0: our next category is best high res mode. Yeah, it's, that's going to be a tough one. That, that for me, best it's a t- high res mode. So my two picks, and I, I am almost one hundred percent confident what your what your reply is going to be on this one too. Um, Xiaomi thirteen Ultra, okay, and the Pixel eight Pro as my runner up.
1: For the high res modes, best. I, I, modes. I agree with you on the first. On your primary pick, I feel like it's the right one. I think it, for okay. me, yeah, for me it'll be if I had to go. Oh, I guess it's kind of a little bit tough one. Actually, I'll say that. Uh, uh, okay, I'll because I'll guess that. what? Uh,
0: my my number three, and again, it was like I was X, battling X90, between X ninety Pro. No, the the Oppo. Oh, Obo. oh okay. because well, the no, X ninety yeah, yeah. Pro doesn't match high res on the companion sensors.
1: Oh, okay. So the Xiaomi is the
0: only one that can do high-res across all four. Mm -hmm. And it can do high-res and DNG off of the main sensor. So high-res raw. Yeah, And now Pixels finally have high-res capabilities across all three. I really struggled between Pixel and Find X6 Pro. The Vivos is amazing. Mm-hmm. On the main sensor, I was about to say, but yeah, we don't get the telephoto experience. Well, no, no, no. Add.
1: Yeah, the, I think the Pro Plus benefits more from exactly, but yeah, exactly. Which we don't have, we which we don't have. No, no, I'm with you. I and think the Pro me, Plus, was...
0: I was considering that just on paper, even though I haven't really shot with it that much. I know you have. The fact that Xiaomi is also matching their companion sensors and the Find X6 Pro is matching their companion sensors is more important to me than some of the sensors being a little bit better on the x90 pro plus
2: yeah so no, I, that,
0: I, the pro plus even got kind of nudged out in my criteria kind of stacking all of these like i would have gone find x6 pro before vivo
1: on this one because i got a chance to play with the uh, the, the the vivo x sorry, the vivo x90 pro, the pro plus, plus yeah before i got my hands on the x90 pro that was the weird part <laughs> it really kind it. of I, upset I, the, I, the, yeah, the impression the, uh, of the yeah. x90 pro <laughs> because so, so what happened is um we were at ces i was hanging out with uh with some of my buddies our buddy edabong and of course if you know him E from board at work he was gracious enough to he, mm-hmm. i saw him at pepcom again of all places i'm like hey man what's up he's like and he was walking around with it he had that red leather back a very unique very distinctive look i'm like any chance i can borrow it for a little bit and he's like yeah you can you can borrow it for 24 hours i'm like what i'm nice. like yeah so he reset it we set it up and we went with it so it was like to me it was like a it was a it was a fun toy to be able to experience at a time mm-hmm. where I really need a good powerful device, and they, yeah. they really did deliver. So, but for me, it 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 is primarily the 13 Ultra and the and the Find X6 Pro when it comes to those yeah. uh, from from that performance because it yeah it it's just a, it's a hardware situation. Yeah, you need good hardware to start before you can get to the level that you need. So for me, it's like. And- I wanted to acknowledge very few companies focused on on their ultras and are there on their pro line yeah. the, the best that they had like Xiaomi and Oppo did this year.
0: Because I, I wanted to acknowledge, like I think there is something interesting in the processing differences and mm-hmm. the optical differences that we saw going from the Note 22 to the Note 23. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think the advantage was the 200 megapixel sensor. I think Samsung did something really interesting with the the way that the sensor processes light and uh, using better lens elements. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we're getting this kind of clarity advantage going from 22 to 23. Yeah. But it's only on the main sensor. And what the Find X6 Pro can do, what the Xiaomi can do, and now what the Pixel can do across multiple sensors is so much more interesting. And it, it makes the camera feel, again... You never want to give a consumer a tool and then say, you need to memorize this mode works with this setting, and this setting can only work in that mode. And if you change this setting, it grays out this button, and you can't do this thing unless you remember that you then switch into cinema mode, and then that changes what options you, that you've that you lost. You've lost yeah. people. You're never going yeah. to come. And so the Find X6 Pro, everything works. Yeah. Does it, did you go wide? cool. Did you go telephoto? Awesome. It's the same camera. Yeah. And the Xiaomi is the same. And the Pixel is really close to that too. It, you should not be memorizing a flowchart while you're trying to focus on composing content. And I, I think so few phones, the iPhone is actually, I think, respectably high on this list now, the, yeah. the iPhone Pro. Um, you don't have to memorize a flow chart of what works where you can just focus on pointing your camera at something and getting an
1: awesome image out of it. But that's how it should be, though. The hardware shouldn't be in the middle of the process. It should be a background process. This is where I I say this, the reason why I like to find X6 Pro, it's because when I get into the camera system and I'm shooting, I'm not second-guessing myself. I'm like, am I going to get a good picture? You trust that
0: phone so fast. And it is the
1: trust level. and, And again, it's the same way I trust the Pixel to take a selfie. I know that if I'm picking up that phone, take a picture with it, I'm gonna get a good picture. I don't look at the picture, I don't go into the gallery and say, "Oh, wait, how does that look good?" Like, Maybe I need to put a fill No, I know how that picture <laughs> comes out. I'm, I trust that the images that I'm coming that are coming out look really good. Um, some of the things that they're trying to do now with with you know with high res mode and uh, sorry the, mm-hmm. boost, the video boost and all that other stuff, those sure. are questionable things. Different things, obviously, they're still in their infancy. It just dropped yeah. as a feature. But if I have to kind of go in there with a high res solution, yeah, it. it you know what you're getting. This is the thing. Yeah. It's a trust um, and no flow chart.
0: Yeah. And it's exciting for Pixel that we finally made that step. The 6 yeah. Pro, doesn't count there. The seven. I was Pro there when you made a recommendation to
1: the engineers at at at, at, at Google. Like, hey, I said, what, what about a promo? They're like, well, they we seemed believe a little
0: you. annoyed with me, but I feel oh, dude, like dude, dude. they listened.
1: It's no different than that one time when I <laughs> forgot who it was that asked Google engineers, say, "Hey, any reason you decided to go with a telephoto lens as opposed to an ultra wide lens?" Yeah. Because you know, and they're like, "Well, because we believe people want telephoto," and I'm like, "Huh, huh." okay i guess you're not a parent i'm uh, no i'm sorry you know what i mean like it's, it was one of those conversations <laughs> like no I, we want the flexibility we want our devices to be able to fit the different scenarios that our lives are going mm-hmm. to be in and in general yeah i'm with you people like to bring things closer to them and that is a big feature but you have to make it yeah it has to be a suite of tools it's a it's a tool yeah. set within a device so yeah for sure and for
0: sure. i i really think that um this is one of the things... We're going to move on to our next category. I'll shut up. But uh, yeah, no. the, to, 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 to cap your point there, I really feel a lot of techies are overlooking how lovely and camera-like these expensive phones can be. And I understand they're trying to broach this conversation from whatever's easiest, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just easier to be more camera-like. Yeah. And as Pixel has made some of those changes... Things like I complain about the night sky uh, autofocus to get Mm -hmm. astrophotography. Their solution before was not... It was holding your hand more, Mm -hmm. but it inevitably led to poorer consistency. And there are times where I just want to point it to infinity and let it take the photo, and it's so much easier to do that. So... Again, when we see these people, like these people who just kind of pick up, push a shutter button, put the phone down, and then they go back to whatever phone they really live out of, I think you lose the nuance of there is an ergonomics or a flow. It's not a how does it feel in the hand, it's a does it do what you expect it to do, and can you learn how to trust it? Yeah. I mean, can you learn how to anticipate? What the camera is going to put out, so I, it's really philosophical and gobbledly gooky. We're we're finally to the most important category of the night. It's not the last category, but no, this is no. definitely the category that will make us much more popular with sponsorships and with affiliate deals and with accessories. Um, th- watch, this is the the category
1: the like, likes go up right. And I'm just gonna
0: Yeah, you. yeah, and and we're gonna start saying words that we're gonna see like. Google is going to start pushing this podcast out to people live to more folks who would be interested in this. The best iPhone camera of 2023. Uh, I I don't feel like this this is, this is maybe going to ruffle some feathers here. My top pick is the iPhone 15 Pro Max and my runner up is the iPhone 15 Pro.
1: Yeah, on that note, I'm just going to walk off right now. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I, know I I said it. No, I, I went and did it. Dude, you did it correctly. It is right. It is said that it's done. I think the gods have said it. Google, please open up the channels now. Come on. We've
0: declared the iPhone 15 Pro Max the best iPhone camera of 2023. You know what's really sad, TK? No.
2: How,
0: how predictable we've gotten in our old age is Aditya be, beat us to the joke by two minutes.
1: Oh, for the love of God, Aditya. Why would you not let the joke
0: go? So there's there there is. I wanted to start
1: the show with that joke,
0: but I know I I wanted to wait until we got into our last couple categories that were actually important. I'm not trying to slight the iPhone, but time and time again, when I'm looking at specific features, there is always one phone that does it the best, and that's the best thing that that phone does. Yeah. And I haven't found anything on the iPhone that I see people really say they value where the iPhone does it the best. One of the things that I think iPhone does the best is this reactive cinematic autofocus whip move. So like you, you tell the phone, Hey, this is the subject. And then they're going to look and that look indicates where it should rack focus to the other device but you have no control over it. And if you've ever used the programmable rack focus on a Sony where you can say this point, this point, and I want the transition to happen in half a second, that's what a rack focus really should be. Exactly. So, And I'm not bringing that up because I think the iPhone solution is poor. I'm bringing that up to say it's good, but I can find an example of that feature that I think really contributes more on another device. I really appreciate that Apple is finally going with bigger camera sensors. I do feel that just the point and shoot video experience is probably a little smoother than some of our best Android shooters, but that doesn't make it the best. It doesn't make the iPhone the best in any one category. And every time we see it improve, like from iPhone 14 to 15, Mm -hmm. Apple got better at processing accurate skin tone. Pixel still does it better. I, like you keep running into these individual moments of like everything's good, yeah. But if I really care about this, then I feel like there's a phone that actually nails that, and that's and what it, I want people to looking, get excited about.
1: You're also looking at the the the, the gamut of the, the devices that you have access to and the devices that we're able to work with. I I will say that if you are in the AI, in the iOS ecosystem in your iPhone ecosystem, you like iPhones yeah. and this is the device that you want to use. Yeah, and especially I mean, if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah. Because if familiar you're familiar iPhone.
0: with your iPhone, you'll get better photos out of your iPhone just because you know the feel of it Every, more than any a, any an device Android phone.
1: that you use that you become familiar with and you're able to predict the functions of it yeah. without having to do you know uh, you know we're talking about like algorithmic math at the it matters in, in in the middle of it it absolutely matters and I'll, I will say of all devices that I've used in the past that I've used as well as for B roll I I've tried using uh, I think the 13 Pro Max primarily is my, my the last iPhone I actually had. I have not mm-hmm. chosen to go beyond that because of the eSIM situation, but that's just a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is good. It is it is somewhat consistent, and I say somewhat because it's not always consistent. It yeah. does sometimes shift the tilt. The, the The exposure will end up being too high. The colors are a little bit too flat, and it's like a weird. I cannot explain why it changed. And yeah. for me, when I have to rely on something that is, I don't trust it, yeah, especially when you are in a situation where you, you can't go back to do it. I, I I yeah, it's hard for me to rely on it. So at the time, I chose I. That's why I don't I don't use it as much. I have the iPhone 13 Pro Max, but I don't. I, I literally yeah, it's a 512 gig device sitting with like three thirds of it <laughs> empty. It's it's Aww. it's. I feel bad, but like no, I I I choose. I, I and again, I um, prior to the prior to to getting the uh the the Find X6 Pro, the 13 Pro was one of my favorite devices coming out, going into MWC, hanging out and checking out and using mm-hmm. it uh, and shooting with it, especially with the Leica and the vibrant, the Leica yeah. authentic modes. A lot of the stuff that Xiaomi's been doing this year has been great. Shut, really then good. Oppo jumps in, then you get Vivo, and then of course, now I'm getting a chance to play a little bit more on uh, not video, but again, I feel like i'm not gonna spoil too much but again with the things that i've seen with the devices that are coming
0: it's exciting
1: 2024 is going to be a really exciting year especially for video and and for stills
0: yeah and and i think we'll, we'll get into our proper predictions i feel like after we get through our we've got three categories left we can kind of float what we think some of the trends might be for um for 2024 yeah uh m- Moving on, back to our last three categories, and these are serious categories again, not us just being snarky about iPhones. Um, this one I struggled with because of pricing. Okay. Okay, so best point-and-shoot camera. The best... Take it out of your pocket, get a snapshot, put it right back in your pocket. The accessibility, the quickness, the intimacy of being in that moment. Mm -hmm. My top pick, Pixel 8 Pro. Mm -hmm. And my second pick, Find X6 Pro. And those are both very expensive devices. Mm -hmm. And I really struggle with maybe putting in a Pixel 8. But again, the whole point and shoot moment, maybe you need a telephoto. And if you don't have a telephoto, then a Pixel 8 is not as good a point-and-shoot system, even though the Pixel 8 Pro... Is significantly more expensive than the Pixel A. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's it's that flexible, it, but again, it, it's a tool set, right? It's it's the ability of yeah. taking that phone out of your pocket, snapping that picture, knowing what it is, put it back in the pocket. You're there. You're not missing anything. You're not having to spend half, you know, twenty minutes of like everybody, please stop. Let's redo re- it. Go back into the- get- I And know, can you-
0: some of the smartest devices. that also subject acquisition. Mm-hmm. Oppo's autofocus. I mean, I didn't give the Find X6 Pro my top win for autofocus, but in that moment, push shutter button, l- lock on something. It is one of the top options of the year. And Google's subject identification is, it, I just turned on five phones on my desk, <laughs> um, is is phenomenally good in those moments. Like you don't get a lot of chances to take a photo on a Pixel because mm-hmm. that buffer fills up real fast. You get like six shots and then it, sh- it slows you down. Yep. But if you need to rely on... That moment, I can't think of two phones I trust more to get that one moment. If I only have that one chance, and I have
1: done, and I have executed that command in that order as many times as you can count, because to me it 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 is absolutely it's reliable. It's there. It's you necessary. Know, you know. What yeah. You, and if you have to reach that telephoto, ever, ever since the find, I think when we were sitting in um, we were with TCL and we were watching the, the yeah. Uh, 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 it was a something oh, of the dog something yeah yeah, yeah something of the dog i can't remember what and it the, was but i remember it was like dog something and um and we were both like we were creeping in uh, on, on the stage with the with the actors doing the q a and everybody's like "What are you yeah using? like yeah it's so don't get me wrong yeah uh reliability flexibility uh selection of lenses that you get it's easier to shoot easier to pick i think those are really good ones um and i think you know pixels pixels moving up the pro yeah. is becoming more pro in, in what we assume pro needs to be the find six mm-hmm. pro for me. I think if not, not because I don't rely too much on the pixel, I just feel like from uh, walking around and I'm using a yeah. device and all I'm using it as a camera, I would I would probably, my hand would go for the find six pro. So, so yeah, it would be there first and the pixel. I, second.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you with the, if, okay. if it is literally, I am pulling the phone from the, from my pocket which i do this with lex a lot i pull the phone i double tap the power button i shift my thumb to hit the volume rocker yeah and then i don't even touch the, the shutter on the screen anymore yeah that to me is a pixel unique experience how good
1: I, it is the I do, second
0: yeah. i need to touch anything in the app because this is also the thing that kind of bumped the xiaomi off my my point and shoot recommendation here you can't double press I, the top. No, I do not like the new layout on the Xiaomi camera app for those faster interactions. You always have to pull out a menu and adjust a setting. No, you have to pull out a menu, select a setting, make your adjustment, get back to your viewfinder, and in the moment, you're dead. And and, and Oppo's, um... Oppo's, uh, uh, do you say Oppo or Oppo? I've been saying Oppo, and I think I have it wrong.
1: Some Um, people call it Oppo, but I I call it Oppo. Yeah, it's Oppo. Oppo.
0: The second I need to touch something in the camera app, the Find X6 Pro's layout is just hands, just just head and shoulders better than Mm -hmm. Xiaomi's new, cleaner, more organized layout. You don't need to dig nearly as deep into multiple button presses to get to those settings.
1: Okay, then. My, okay, riddle me this because we got to mention this because we both have it and we both used it before. When sure. we talk about the Xiaomi 13 Ultra, there is a, an accessory that allows us to do one point quick shot. I, no, no. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm yeah. talking about quickness. If you have yes. to kind of point and shoot, you bring it up, you press because it. Because
0: I bumped Sony off of oh,
1: selfies for not
0: having an accessory... I I, I took the hit for my personal, that's one of our categories, but one of my personal favorites of the year, I had to take it off the list because you're right, it turns it into more of a camera and that works so much smoother, it's faster, it's more accessible. Sony without
1: this accessory does the exact same thing. Yes, it's great.
0: I love it. I wish the shutter button were just built into the phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is on the Sony. No, I'm just kidding. So
0: I I, I, kind of spoiled some of the conversation we were going to have talking about best manual or pro mode. Yeah. And this is also very specific. I'm not talking about the whole operation of the app. I'm just talking about really dialing in pro settings, photos, videos, controlling all all, all of your exposure, what Mm -hmm. type of file formats you're going to shoot. Um, my picks, Xperia 1 Mark 5 and Xiaomi 13 Ultra.
1: I like I, I like this one. Uh, Xperia One Mark Five, absolutely. Video Pro, because it pro. is just a pro mode camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the phone was built around the mode in the camera. Let's just say that it was an engineer who says, "Hey, we have this menu system that we like to use on our main cameras, and yeah. we'd like to put a mobile phone around it." I'm like, "Yeah, there you we, go. We can do that. Done. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll keep it consistent. We'll keep it running. Um, no, no, absolutely. From 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 photo to video to cinema." One mark five wins. There's no question on that. Again, it, it's this is why I say, if as you said it before, if you were the videographer and you're not the talent on front of the camera, yeah. and not having to be both players, absolutely, it's the camera to go because you you get those controls. It's like what is it yeah. got like one tenth of the weight of what a DSLR with a full size <laughs> lens, on right? Yeah, and you're rocking it and running around and you know. You got five hundred twelve gigs of storage, X amount of you know SD card expansion. The list goes on. Um, but uh, if I had to kind of go with another device that I have to pick from um, yeah. from a dialing in situation, it, it's a little bit of a toss up for me because I, I kind of like from from the from the configuration and setup, the thirteen Ultra is absolutely crazy. It's right mm-hmm. if you have it set up, you have it set up on a mount, and you are starting to go in and dialing in the experience in promote, Great, the raw all of the all the modes that you get out of it is, are also great. I feel like. The Find X6 Pro and Samsung don't necessarily fall too far back. Samsung's no, general good. usage yeah. for me, the ability of tuning, because there's levels of pro mode, right? Mm-hmm. 13 Ultra high is up there. But if I have to kind of give an honorable mention to some of the other options, I think Samsung's pro mode is actually pretty decent to what you're able to do with do, it. Do especially you know
0: why I, I, I sort of split? Is because Samsung won't just do the right thing and install their expert raw mode directly into their camera app and it's technically a separate camera app that you have to install and again in that weird thing that samsung does where they limit the functionality of a device unless you know to go dig into a menu or setting or something like that the full samsung manual mode is phenomenal after you've installed stuff
1: after you need to know you need to know that yeah no you need to know it and but that that those are the things that once you
0: do it it's amazing it really
1: is good yeah but but it has this is why i felt like you know they've they've advanced quite a bit um and and oppo uh, and and oppo's uh, actually sorry you got me saying oppo and and oppo's (laughs) (laughs) approach to photography as well they do really good like the 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 they they really take Hasselblad's relationship with the with their cameras and their it's modes, legit. and it's legit. The filters are getting much better. The modes, the the color science that you're getting from it, it's just mm-hmm. you, you could see the relationship. So it, it's a toss up. It's hard. It, it's it's you know these devices are always going to do well. I, Samsung needs a little bit more of um. I they don't they don't need anything. Menu. No, I, it's, but it's Yeah, like, They it's just like need the the to NNFC's, stop hiding stuff. Yeah, the, the just and put it in menu there. Menu needs to stop. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we Just put the thing on the menu. Show like, it on give the board, me, Let us. Give order me them. 4K just.
0: deck support in decks. Don't make me install GoodLock. Don't don't Goodlock. make me hunt for stuff. Not only just that, do it.
1: Region locking it. Good yeah. luck isn't available everywhere. Same phone, but either way, yeah. No, anyway, I it, know it's a little bit of a dancing yeah, game that, that don't they don't really. But no, I'm with you. Yeah, there are tons of tons of really good stuff. Many many. many but many. but I, think...
0: I feel like we, we would have a really strong run for third. I think mm-hmm. my Find X6 Pro, your Find your Find X6 Pro would be a very close third. Absolutely. I think the the showdown between like a Vivo X90 and a a Pixel 8 Pro. Mm-hmm. would be a pretty close tie for fourth, because they both have sort of limited features, mm-hmm. but they kind of mirror, like, like they, they kind of almost puzzle piece. What the Pixel does really well in its pro mode mm-hmm. is better than what the Vivo does, but then the Vivo has settings that the Pixel will never have menus on top of menus to achieve. And, and it's like almost like they're opposites, yeah. but they both have gaps. So for so, me, that, that fourth place would be a tie, between vivo and and pixel. and pixel and then in there somewhere i would probably sneak like a 3.5 samsung if you installed all the
1: parts to make it the full camera samsung, samsung with that big if at the end no i'm, I'm with you it, it, it's a it's samsung
0: a, with a small no, no no samsung with a small
1: asterisk not a big if
0: a, a little, little baby dot a little asterisk
1: But it's a different – it's a weird conversation to say, hey, if you have a Samsung, by the way, you could do more things. Uh, No, no. I I mean there's a reason why I try to – whenever with any new device that comes out, I always make sure to champion good luck to make sure more awareness – more people find out about it, more people download it. Get all the money um, you paid for your phone. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And, and and understand that there are cool other features that they actually launch and and they're developing and they're pushing and they're doing. And like good luck is a very powerful suite of tools. Yeah. It's like mod it's like uh exposed mods that we used to do to Samsung devices. <laughs> Samsung took that idea yeah. and ran with it. They just forgot to send the email. To tell people they ran with it it's like they almost um, they they it like
0: it's like they're trying not to intimidate people like it, it, i i worry that it's it's we it's need to the, make it, it look it so easy Secret
1: you man it's like if you know yeah. you know and you this know, is what you know. they're doing they're trying to make it into that like oh my god this does more and i didn't realize i you know i don't have to buy more stuff but either way no i'm with you i'm with you i think samsung with the with the basic functionality have been in there they're they it's pretty I think it's it's it has a, a certain base level experience that you're, you can definitely enjoy. Pro mode, like yeah. we talked about it before. If nothing else, the audio ability of focusing on front, back, Bluetooth mic, Bluetooth and mic, and then all of those, mm-hmm. those are those are things that you don't really see in many devices. Pro modes either. So yeah, I mean they for have sure. some some good options, for sure. But I think we're, so, we're getting close to that. Uh, we're, we're wrapping
0: up. We're wrapping up our our our, our
1: our list. This is our
0: last category. And just in the interest of of uh, good sportsmanship, <laughs> uh, I would actually like you to go first. Your favorite overall camera platform and your runner-up for 2023. I think we probably have a good idea
1: of at least one of those phones. <laughs> oh, you what, should what have a be. really good idea what the main one is. If we start but, off and basically kick one. but what, off, what,
0: what were your your two top overall shooters? Just for your workflow, your needs. This is not us grading different features between. This is just like what we ended up using on our channels.
1: No, no, absolutely. And, and it's going to sound cheesy, but it uh, Find X X Pro is going to be my main device. There's no question. I knew it. I, and it is a consistent, like called it, uh, <laughs> you could, ca- you literally, you could catch me on any event and ask me, where's your Find X6 Pro? And more than likely I'll pull it out from the back pocket and it's there. This is, a, that's the level of approach I'll say. Um, and it is basically the one right next to it is the, the the 13 Ultra. surprisingly enough, if I had to kind of go through and I can't bring my, my shot, my, my Find X6 Pro, the 13 Ultra would be the phone that I would go with because of the level of, of not only control. The function, but also the ability of dialing in the way I want to shoot. But yeah. if I also want to just do it all auto and just run and gun, I'm able to mm-hmm. do it. It's it's that flexibility of where you're able to go, but I also be able to step back and say, I want to be able to take a little bit more time composing my shot. I want yeah. to be able to get those really good shots. And again, it's the color science, the, the the calibration. Uh Leica does just I mean, I really oh come on, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna like a Leica. Like I really like. I like a the like. Okay, just, just, uh, <laughs> the moment I say I don't want to say, then my brain keeps saying like a. like-a. You
0: have to do like-a. it. It's like but, the dad like- joke
1: compels you. The dad yeah.
0: joke yeah, compels
1: you. <laughs> Wait, yes, in the name of Danica, uh, we will like it. No, um, the two just for me round off pretty much very closely to what they are, what what I like to get when I'm when I'm out and yeah. Um, Easy data transfer, uh, content capture, uh, content sharing. The only edge I would give to the 13 Ultra is the fact that it is a global device, so I can transfer data from it off faster. But... I've been doing way more transferring off of SSDs as opposed to just doing nearby mm-hmm. because I shoot so much content in 4K60. And it just literally, if I'm going through an event, and I come back, I'm at least, you know, 20 to 30 gigs. It's I'm not talking about like easy <laughs> transfer. So yeah. SSD, you plug that in, you transfer all Big of that, deal. and then you, boom, put it back into the laptop yeah. way faster
0: than nearby or anything and like also, that. And phone, also, phone to phone, I've actually started using uh, file managers that have Wi-Fi Direct oh. So yep. FX File Explorer will let you go link up over mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. And you're like, actually, this is kind of fast. It, you, once you set it up, yeah. you're just comparing nearby share. It's not, you, well, you have to factor in all more, the yeah, setup Yeah, I, I was
1: referring to, but, like, if I'm doing, if I'm doing nearby share, dropping to the to the computer. Yeah. They, some people prefer that because they, you know, that's one of the biggest But the sneaker net home of
0: home. having, like, a good, quick SSD is just way better. Well, it, so... Oh, I, I was just gonna say, I, I, just to kind of close out, because Barry already called what he mine called was. Yeah. He nailed it. <laughs> like he got both of us. Um, <laughs> my fun admission: mm-hmm. all s- since acquiring the Xiaomi 13 Ultra, mm-hmm. almost not quite, but almost all of my B roll, outdoors and indoors, this whole year was shot from the Xiaomi 13 Ultra. I have. A Lumix G9 gathering dust in my office that I used to use as my B-roll cam, and it has been used this year. There were a couple projects where it's like, okay, I really need this kind of a shot. I'm going to use the real camera, but the vast majority of the B-roll in my videos, in my reviews, it's mostly come from a phone. And the the highest compliment I can pay, the main sensor on the Xiaomi 13 Ultra, is no one seems to be able to tell the difference between that phone's main camera sensor and my Lumix G9 with my thousand dollar Panasonic 12 to thirty five F2 point8. They look about the same <laughs> when, <laughs> when people it, are looking when, at YouTube videos. Yeah, when
1: you no longer st- when you no longer are able to say like, wait a minute, what is he doing with that lens, and what is he trying to? No, when you when that stops being the conversation, I think that's the biggest thing in here. Yeah. You need to kind of just appreciate what the tech can do. How easy is it to that, again? It, that's what we were talking about. How does it fit your workflow? How does it fit what yeah. you do? I just appreciate what it does and it, and it runs really nicely with yeah. everything else that I've been doing. And it works great on my Mac. It works great on my PC. It, it just runs everything. DaVinci loves all of the content and all the file systems that I've been using. Oh, it's so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's easy to drop uh, drag and drop. I mean, again, with a little bit of a hiccup, we were talking before the show started, I was trying to shoot some content with a, a new device that, that does weird funky stuff that doesn't use mm-hmm. any codec. But yeah, no, other than that, I think this is yeah, it it's crazy how for me, twenty twenty three was a fun year for photography. It was yeah. a fun year to to enjoy content capture, content consumption, but also the ability to produce content. It was it's different than the years before where I've always had to go with like a uh like a, a the ZVE one was carried with me for quite a bit of time. Yeah. You know, I I still picked up a new new camera. I, I'm not Same. gonna deny the fact that you know, but Yeah, if I'm going and I'm shooting, maybe the A-roll is shot on the DSLR, but all my B-roll is being shot handheld. That close proximity focus that you get with the Find X6 Pro is crazy good. Mm -hmm. So good. You know what I mean? Like, even on subject, not just person. And
0: and I I feel like I've maxed out what I want from micro four-thirds cameras, and there's nothing in between until I jump to full frame. Yeah. I will shoot on phones first for the convenience and for also how discreet they are. Mm-hmm. Um I I I shared this on on the Patreon, but things like we, we take our phones for granted as these like pocket computers and communications devices. But like yeah. I set up a call with my daughter and my grandmother. So she is talking to her great-grandmother, and it's so easy to just slide a phone over they're on a speakerphone call and slide a phone over as a little audio recorder you know like if i'd set up a mic my daughter would have been super self-conscious or she would have been performing or doing something silly or wacky but here's just like this phone is just on the table and daddy has a phone and so she doesn't even click that anything is different and now i have this really lovely conversation it didn't distract from the moment and i think our phone cameras are so discreet now but i think we've lost sight of the fact that these newer technologies have closed the gap so significantly between the the smallest of our censored mirrorless cameras and something that fits in your pocket, yeah, is is just astounding to me. So that's where I wanted to wrap us up here, I and mean, we have run just a little bit long with all of our um, with all of our um, obviously you know all of like, our awards. Music.
1: Right. right Say goodnight,
0: Gracie. Um, But what do you think are going to be like, what what is like sort of, again, in sort of your top and then runner up? What are the sort of two of the trends that you expect to see
1: happen uh, throughout 2024? So if you had asked me the same question about a week ago, I probably would have had a different answer. Um, I, as of the last week, I, I, I had an, I I had started to see a lot of rumors about shifting away from one inch sensors, going towards, um, you know, uh, uh, sensors that are able to perform close enough. Like what we saw with the one, with the one plus open, but then we were starting to see rumors that the find X seven pro is going to be going with it, the, the the 13, you know, the 14 ultra may end up doing something similar, but then vivo shows up at my door with the one inch sensor. And I'm like, wait, you know, like life still goes on. Um, I think what we're going to see is an improvement, a great improvement in the performance of non one inch sensor devices with the new set, with the new Sony sensors that with the special stack sensors that we're getting. I think the imagery that's going to start getting much, much better. We're going to be enjoying the benefit of the one inch sensor at a much more affordable. I think we also saw Sony's, I think it's coming up with a brand new, I think with the IMX 900, if I'm not mistaken, the yeah. new one inch sensor. So when we get those things, we're going to see more excitement. I'm hoping we'll at least see two devices, that use that sensor the imx 900 and we're going to start seeing what we're able to get out of that um but it yeah it's just it's an upward mobility at this point we're finally Mm -hmm. you know um chipping at those features that has been gatekept kept kept, uh, at that one in sensor level you know we saw sony we saw vivo we saw uh, sony sorry we have uh vivo oppo and xiaomi you know playing around with what in sensors like you know they're going out of style but they yeah. led. They led quite a bit during the year, and with everything that they've launched to the end of the year, with the 13T and all that else, I think the 13 Ultra is still literally the best that they should. They, they release. And and Xiaomi knows it. The Find X6 Pro, mm-hmm. the best that Oppo has released in 2023. I want the 14 Ultra and the and the seven seven Pro to do better, and I'm and I'm very mm-hmm. I'm very trusty I, after going to Oppo and seeing what they've done and all the things that they do. I know that they're going to be pushing the limit. They're not playing around anymore. And the leaks that we've seen, yeah, the 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 the, 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 the array of cameras on the back look weird and whatever. But you know what? That's not the <laughs> yeah. point. You're you're it's it's how it works. It's what you're able to get out of it. And I'm excited for that. So I, yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting for photography. Uh, more control, more functions, better sensors, uh, at more affordable prices. Yeah, I
0: I completely agree with. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hearing your answer. Yeah. I'm not gonna just repeat everything that you just said because I feel like you covered a lot. To to reiterate, one of the trends that I think is going to be exciting to watch,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're going to see some showdowns where, if you can get a good deal on a Xiaomi 13 Ultra. It might be price competitive against Mm -hmm. a Xiaomi 14 Pro. That's true. So you can make those choices now between a sensor that's probably a little bit better at popping a brighter image out or a sensor that it's the older sensor, but it's got a more camera-like, shallower depth of field, photography-style aesthetic to it. and. You have to get real granular, like, is it going to matter to you if you have the absolutely stonking, incredible Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 or the slightly more stonking, incredible, powerful 8 Gen 3? Like, that to me is going to be one of the best year-to-year showdowns mm-hmm. that we've ever seen because we, we kind of lost it for two years. The 888 was okay. The 8 Gen 1, not great. But 8 Gen 2 is going to be such a strong performer going into 2024 still. So the flip side, my fear in terms of trends that are coming out, I fear we're going to sour the AI commentary before we have good daily driver experiences that consumers will really rely on. They're going to get sold on the 5G-ness or the NFT-ness of how exciting. We're all excited about AI. AI makes stock prices for companies go higher. And they're going to get a phone and they're going to say, well, what can it do? And there are going to be a couple wacky little novelty things on it. And then they're going to go, oh, okay, I guess. And then it's not really going to land until we see more maturity for apps and services taking advantage of these neural cores and MPUs and all this other stuff. So I just fear, I think we're rushing the excitement to try and sell consumers on AI, especially generative AI. I hope we can make it through 2024 with some good core practical services that really bring some new features to the table or make editing easier. And if that happens, then great. I'll be wrong, and I'll be happy to be wrong, but I'm worried that we'll oversell AI in 2024. Oh, no, no, absolutely. And it's going to turn a lot of people off. I
1: I think where we are with AI is we have the the cars and the engines that can run the race, but the race hasn't started yet. And I say that because... Accurate. what we're seeing right now is we have three <laughs> comp- we have three devices three or four devices that were released in 2023 already that have t- the brand new ai enabled processors but you look at these devices you look at what the companies are offering none of them are putting in ai in anything they're still giving us the, pretty much what we saw before yeah. the, the the leveraging of functional ai built into these devices as i feel like won't pick up till we have a much bigger footprint of ai enabled devices on the market Keep in mind, the devices that we talked about today, you know, regardless of uh, you know, be it one phone or another, they're all premium devices. They're premium ultra pro level devices, and AI at their core is there. We saw generative AI just for reference. We saw generative AI demoed by Qualcomm on the HN2 Mm -hmm. at MWC 2023. It is not gate kept to to HN3. HN3 may do better. It is designed around it, but you've been able to do generative AI before. I, have a, I did a reel on it. I was with Sasha over in MWC. We went in. They had a little bit of a booth for us to be able to check it out. But what I'm trying to say is I, I feel like, we just don't have the applications for it yet. No. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sending a thing to the cloud for it to generate a, a graphical image of you and whatever and all of that.
0: That's not that's, what we're
1: talking about. That's not the AI. And that's that a novelty
0: people, that someone's going to do
1: twice. Yeah. And then no, you do it once and never you're like, do that again. oh crap, I just shared all my data with them. No, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things you kind of need to appreciate where when you talk about things running on device, I, Google started to do that. But we're not there. I feel like, and I need, need
0: them come, to come back because, yeah. like, like again, you, you, we now take for granted like how great uh, speech to text transcription is on, on our device, phones. Yeah. yeah, it makes it makes subtitles in real time. Mm-hmm. I, we don't take for granted. We're still very excited about features and updates and improvements to things like Magic Eraser, mm-hmm. and that to me is the bread and butter stuff that will get people excited about ever increasing processing power and this, this, this idea of AI, but really it's neural processing or LLM style processing or whatever operations or parameters you're, you're installing on in that chip. Yeah. I feel like we keep rushing into overselling the, like the magic of gen AI and doing fancy, like most of what I've tried on my pixel for like stylized filters has been garbage It's it's like this nifty little novelty that it can do this thing, but then the actual output is not something I would really want to share or keep or save or do anything with. So then I end up going, okay, that's fine, but you know that wasn't really something that contributed much to me buying this uh, really expensive phone. I'll be honest, though, there
1: is a reason why Google's not making commercials about uh, about the stylized photos. Yeah, it's it's AI based. It it doesn't have enough models and it hasn't learned as much. I will say that if mm. you ever want to to play a little bit with AI in Google, go into the Google Search and turn on the generative functionality in the in the queue. where are okay. able to queue in. I've done a few images requests in search where I've asked it to draw some like uh, a, 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 a Dragon Ball like character standing on top of a building with a shooting star coming across, and it actually did. Quite a That's few cool. images that look nice that way I wouldn't mind sharing. But yeah. For on device, right now we're limited to a certain subset. And Pixel's doing the best that it can at those it needs it needs a lot more data dumped into it again media tech was well, we, really well, we need also talking bigger about storage we need bigger storage yeah. This 128 thing and we're starting to basically you know they they, <laughs> well, they made the case for more ram but not one person talked well, anything about storage
0: and 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 we're we, we're we're laughing about that but like yeah if you're going to do on device gen ai and stylized filters we need to double the amount of ram on the pixel 8 pro for yeah. it to actually access billions of parameters and operations for a language learning Ten, model Tensor, or Tensor
1: for... G, yeah, tensorflow needs to have I, I see yeah. I actually
0: think that Google's design on their neural hardware is mm-hmm. probably adequate. It they are not they don't have the supplemental hardware like giant bucket of RAM to facilitate what playground I think the Tensor did. chip could probably do. So yeah, the, the playground I, I, that it needs i'm I'm kinda i I feel like I'm kind of with you there and and i'm I, i'm I'm glad I'm not the only one that's a little concerned about not not about whether or not we can do cool things with AI mm-hmm. For me, it's the marketing and the hype and the trying to force excitement always seems to backfire on us, always seems to like let consumers down and then they're even more disappointed with an expensive phone purchase rather than saying oh but it's really doing all these other cool things it's just this one thing we hyped on didn't live up to our expectations and that's what makes me sad is when someone walks away from what otherwise is a brilliant device going mm-hmm. oh but what you said was exciting was kind of dull and that that kind of that guts me when people like maybe it, spend a thousand dollars device and then uh, go like, we need
1: those those applications that run on device that are pushing our devices processing power. The reality right now is 90% of our AI on non pixel. If you're trying to use on device stuff is run on cloud even even yeah. google's leveraging some of their their, yeah. their processing back to the cloud the, the same company that was trying to put like we're trying to put things more on phone so when you when you start doing these things any phone a redmi can do it i'm not saying the redmi is not powerful but i'm just saying is like even a budget phone can do the work if everything is leveraged on the server so you know Legit. why why build a, why build an entire ecosystem of socs that are gen ai capable but nobody other other than the company that made the 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 socs can demo these things i'm talking about you know real realistic functional things that people can point to and say this made my life better and that's what we want to get there and this is why yeah we're too early it's too early in the we are
0: i i completely yeah completely agree i think we're too early so in in saying that we're too early we're also (laughs) running a little late so let's let's wrap this up Um, I don't know that we'll be able to pull it together for next week, but I would also like to do a year awards roundup for our favorite phone genres Ah. of 2023. Best productivity phone, best gaming phone, yada, 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 yada. Best feel in the hand,
1: all the good stuff.
0: You know what? We need to make that a category just so that I can throw up in my mouth. And, first
1: category, first in the list, and TK goes straight with it first. And yeah. I um, wonder what the best
0: iPhone of 2023 will be. That's the most important question. I, it's the only be the question that, that matters. So
1: that's going to be the best mm-hmm.
0: iPhone. Or titanium, so, um, whichever comes first. Uh, uh, TK and I are going to talk offline and see if we can pull together our categories. I, I, It took me a while to kind of... Work out my bracket, so I'm hoping we can do something similar for next week. If not, we will definitely be doing it cl- more after Christmas, but into our New Year's roundup, yep. um, the week after. So we'll 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 at least be able to kind of join that conversation. I feel like we should keep the same window, like oh, November absolutely. to December. November for to December. What well, I mean, devices we're considering?
1: Let's let's close 2023 off with the right love with the right note, and then I think we can start off 2024 um, the right way. I love it. So. Well, folks, um, thank you so much for tuning in. This
0: was something that we, 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 I mean, we took a lot of time just kind of talking out what we felt like would be good for categories and stuff like that. And uh, the conversation was really fun. So I feel like this is a, a trend. Like, this is something we should maybe next year also come up with, like, graphics. <laughs> or like music, you know, to, to kind of play
1: for categories and stuff like that. Transitions. That's what I, I used, to, we used to be in that business where they need a PowerPoint for everything. We need better transitions. Right? Like if I had an assistant or like an extra
0: week that I just needed one extra whole week for me to prepare a PowerPoint presentation. So we could go slide by slide. And that would have been real nice.
1: As you could see, but... slide number 10 clearly states, this is true. <laughs> it's official. There's an
0: award now like no no for sure
1: well with that being said guys thank you very much for checking it out listening to us and hanging out with us on this beautiful thursday with your old friends that we get a chance to hang out hey. uh barry aditya farhan everybody in the chat thank you very much for kicking it with us michael Peppertek, again i hope you feel better um but we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week make sure to catch Juan on monday for his SGGQA audio version of the podcast will be out within the next day or so and of course as always Be safe, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.